Moyle Show. With motors.co.uk. Search less, live more. Lovely nuts. Good morning, Great Britain. Beef. It's just gone 6.30 a.m. I love sausage. Welcome to Wednesday. We're having a party. Broadcasting live from London's Leicester Square. Across the United Kingdom. This is what they want. And the world. Yeah. This is the Chris Moyle Show. Yes! On Radio X. I don't like Chris Moyle. Sorry. The Chris Moyle Show. Contact the Chris Moyle Show in the UK. Text eight three nine three six. For the rest of the world, you'll find us on our socials at Radio X. Now here's Chris. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. No, please, no, no. Come on now. Hey, you guys. Hey, come on. Sit down. Come on. I always imagine the audience stands up. When do, we start, do you think? wherever they are, I yeah. Think some stand people up. are up first thing in the morning. But, Salute. Uh, I don't know how many people are stood up. Wow. If you're listening now, stand up. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Stand up! Unless you're driving. Yeah, unless you're driving, operating I, heavy machinery. Yeah. You might be stood up operating heavy machinery. Yes, could be. It's not a set-down job, I would imagine. No, is it, for the factory people? Uh, anyway, good morning. Welcome to the show. Uh, straight in, Tim in Nottingham. Morning, all. How are you all doing this morning? Well, Tim, oh, let's find out, shall nice we? One, Tim. Dominic Ben, how are you doing this morning? I'm uh, pretty tip-top, actually, Tim. Uh, I've not had a drink of alcohol since Saturday, wow. which for me you is quite a long time. You know it's only Wednesday. I know, it's terrible, isn't it? I was on the phone to Finn yesterday. I went, he went, how you doing? Went, yeah, pretty good. Lucy and I haven't had a drink since Saturday. Then we realised it's only Tuesday yesterday. But was, yes. he, was he impressed? Uh, he, he was drunk at the time, so he didn't really understand right. what I was saying. Uh, yay. No, he was impressed, actually. What's wrong, James? I'm just trying to count how many days. It's since you've had a drink. Yeah, one, two, three, four, two. There's two days. Yeah. That's so Sunday you had a drink. Yeah. Right. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, Saturday. Not not Sunday for me. Yeah, I try not to drink during the week. But it's really difficult because life's oh. boring without alcohol. We... <laughs> drink moderately. Moderately. Uh, responsible. Yeah. Do you know what? You know, I really believe the secret to life mm. is always having something to look forward to. That's what Lucy okay. was saying yesterday. Really? Yes, it was, because we're, we're in, out with the vicar on Friday. And that's of what course we're you are. Oh, that's yeah. when we're going to get leathers. But it doesn't need to be, like, it, it's having having things to look forward to. And that might be you've got a holiday booked for next Christmas, mm. 2024. It's like 13, 14 months away. Yeah. Or it might be you're really looking forward to having your first coffee of the day. Yeah. You might look forward to having a wee. Yes, absolutely, you're right. It's little It's the, the little things to look forward to, big things to look forward to. That's the secret to life, I yes, think. Yes, exactly right. And... I agree with you. I look forward to having a drink. Yeah. It's not bad. Well, I really do. I'm not even saying it. I really look forward to having a drink. Yeah, I, I, I get that. But I try not to drink during the week. Yeah. But... We, mm. Drinking's fun. Well, personally, I quite like it. I just I just saw Amanda Holden in the lift. Yeah. She's going off to do her show. Yeah. And she said, oh, have you spent so-and-so like, uh, recently? We've got a mutual friend. I said, no. And she goes, no, neither have I. I said, I, said, I might give him a call. 
go for a drink. Hey, we could go for a drink with them together. And she goes, yes, that's a great idea. She goes, why don't we look about mid-October? And I said, how about today? Right. That's because it. Because she said the word drink. Yeah, and I went, today, true. let's yeah. go. To, let's. How let's about go five past ten? How about now? Well, I'll do the show. Yeah, all right. I'm not an alcoholic. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, in the same way that I look forward to eating. I've got. I'm going to have a pie tonight. Are you? Yeah, gluten free. Inspired by Tom Ooh. Carriage yesterday. Well, not really. Um, it was just coincidence. Right. But pie, pie or pot pie? It's a pie. Good. Pie pie. Uh, Tiff ordered me. So I told Tiff, I'm thinking about looking into. No, I'm looking into the gluten free thing. Mm. Even though I don't. Again, I'm full. Of, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really know what gluten is. No. I think it's to do with wheat. But I know it's Never not that know. simple. But then maybe it is. I don't know. So anyway, she ordered me uh, um, a gluten-free pie. Ah, uh, okay. I guarantee you'll taste no difference. So I'm going to have that with pizza. Yes, that's it. Pizza and... and Budweiser. A couple of pints. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no difference. What? All. What will? Yeah, well, the, the pint will probably well, take, take let's away see. the goods. But I don't know what to have it with. Is now, gluten I'm, in beer? Uh, yeah. There is in uh, some... See, this is why I get confused, because there's wheat in a lot of beer. Yeah. And therefore... Well, I say therefore there's gluten. I don't know what gluten is. Well, Old Moot Cider is wheat-free. It's gluten-free. Gluten-free. Yeah, I'll check. Kiwi and lime, Old Moot Cider. I need to triple-check, but it's... Okay. Uh, old Moot Cider says they're gluten-free. So, technically, you can drink as much of that as you want. Yeah, I mean, it's still got calories in it. Sure, oh, yeah, that's true. You know, so, you know, if I have nine or ten pints of that... Yeah. You'll feel it. You feel it. You know, the next day I might be less bloaty. Yeah. But fat. But since I started, like, you know, so I've dropped weight this week mm, yeah. from the tour because I was eating so badly last week on that tour bus. I go for a little... Oh, Jamie Sawyer, my trainer's just texting Oh, what's he oh. saying? Here we are. God, I can't get away from him. He's Gluten is the protein molecule in wheat. Ah, okay. Oh. Okay. You, Jamie. Gosh, so cut out wheat, you're cutting out gluten then. Yeah, I thought proteins are good though. Yeah, they are good. Yeah, I like fats though. Yeah. Uh, There's good fats. good fats. Avocado. Fat avocado. There's good. like nuts. There are good nuts. nuts. Yes. And bad nuts. Almonds are good for stuff. They're good fats. Saturated is bad. Yeah. You want polyunsaturated. Don't know what that means. That's not how they advertise flora. Yeah, that's what I think of. It's, well, is it high in saturates and low, low in polyunsaturates? Yeah. Even though no one knew what those were. And Terry Wogan would tell us how good flora was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He did. High in low in polyunsaturates. Ah, low flora. Howdy ho. Margarine. Why do they tell us stuff like that? I don't know. They're just bamboozling us with science. That's what they're doing. Doing shampoo. What's vitamin B12? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a good one. Most vitamins are good, aren't they? Can you have a bad vitamin? There, there I don't are, think so. There are lies and magic tricks yeah. in our daily life all the time from all over the world. Yeah. Like when they tell us things in adverts that we don't understand. No. And there's there's a reason why they do it. Because we clearly go, oh, it's got Ooh. vitamin B12 in it. That sounds excellent. Not that we know what it is. No. And my two favourites, shampoo. Mm. How they got the sales of shampoo up. Yeah. They put three words on the bottle. And they just doubled the amount of money that they were making. What did they? What did they buy? Three words: wash, yeah, and rinse, oh, wash. repeat. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you remember when you were a kid, you'd wash your hair once? Yeah. And then all of a sudden there was a thing where you, oh no, you used to wash it, rinse it off, and then you should wash it again. Yes. 
Like, how many times have you ever washed your hands? And I'm not talking about you being like, you know, changing the battery on a car. Yeah. I'm talking just, you know, you put the bins out. Yeah. And then you come back inside and you wash your hands. Mm. And then you rinse your hands. Yeah. Then you wash your hands again. Yes. Yeah, you see, don't. No one no. does that, do they? You know, you don't go to the loo, clean yourself up. And then go again. And then clean yourself up again. No. And, and then the other one is the toothpaste on the adverts. Mm. Where they would have a toothbrush, and they would get the toothpaste, and from left to right, they would... Yes, McLean's. Big stripe. From one side to the other. Like the stripe. And then one day I'm at the dentist waiting to go in, and there's an advert. And it said you need a pea-sized amount of toothpaste yes. to brush your teeth. They don't tell you that. But in they? the advert, they, don't, they never tell you Half to a smother tooth. the brush. Yeah. But they show you smothering the brush with yeah. toothpaste. You're using more than you need, you run out quicker than you should, you buy more. Lies! Clever advertising. Lies! Anyway, that's it. That's all I have to say on that matter. Yeah, that was good. I agree Thank with you, Jamie, for texting us and telling us that gluten is the protein molecule in wheat. Yes. I didn't know that. Now, here's a question. If something is... Vegan, mm-hmm. is it gluten free? So I don't think it's that simple. Well, I don't think wheat is works. wheat is vegans can eat wheat, right? Can't they? So then, no, so there's no issue no. with wheat for vegans. Morning, vegans. I don't think. And is hummus gluten free? I don't know. Hummus is chickpeas, hummus. garlic, olive oil, olive oil, and yeah. something else. Jam, yeah. No bit of jam. Is yeah. jam gluten free, James? Probably. Yeah. Is there any wheat in jar? Well, you know the jar you have in the morning when you wake up and mm. you get that jar by the side of your bed and you put your hand in like Winnie the Pooh? Yeah, is that, that is that gluten free? Yeah. Oh, that's oh that is gluten free. That is. Because oh, it's okay. empty. That's why. Because <laughs> <laughs> he. Because you're eating it all. He empties it, empties it every yeah, day yeah, yeah, into yeah. his tummy. And then Chelsea replaces the jar and repeats. And that's how he You should get life. one of those. Um, no, it shouldn't. Tests done. No, I know. On, I am, I am going to. Every type of food. They test you for everything. Well, most people do come back as wheat intolerant, I think. But it all comes back the same. So I, I, oh, I do. But you might be allergic to something you love every day and you go, oh my God, I'm allergic to it, but I love it. Like, I don't know, sausages. I think I'm allergic to James. Right. Okay. No, that's not. That's, that's um, fine. That might come up. He loves me, and I'm allergic to him. Right. Okay. It says you've got a deficiency. <laughs> I need. I, I need to do a proper test because every, anyone I know over the years who has done it has always told me exactly the same results. Yeah. And, and I just like they all come back and go. Yeah, wheat's not good for you. Potatoes aren't good for yeah. you. Bread's not Pasta. good for you. But what is good for you is like lettuce leaves, <laughs> fresh air, and humming. Yeah, and you just go. Well, yeah, I'm not going to pay for that. There is a bit of that to it, I think. And yeah. then a few years ago, somebody told me that it's quite. It cost a bit of money. It does well, it did then? But there was one which is where it's quite a long survey. Mm. So you'll have a week of eating yep. X, Y, Z foods. Yes. And then a week of not touching those foods. Yes, exactly. And another week of eating these foods, and yep. another week of not eating those yep. foods. And over a certain period of time, they work out how your body My eats. stepdaughter did exactly that, and it, do, it does work, actually. You, you kind of... How long did that take? Uh, about six weeks of cutting out a lot of stuff. Right. And then you gradually introduce it again and see what difference it makes. And so it does work, though. And then the question I have is, if I'm going to go gluten-free, mm. realistically, because it's me, and I'm at that point in my life now where I'm comfortable with myself, yeah, I know I won't be gluten-free. So I'll go gluten-free, right. but I won't be gluten-free. Let right. me explain what I mean by that. Mm. 
I'm now gluten-free. Okay. And I've checked with this place. So when I have breakfast on Friday, I can have bacon and egg sandwich. Yeah, no gluten. It's all gluten-free. Yeah. No, in, in the bacon, in the egg, yeah. in the uh, butter, in the... Oh, I'm going to need to check the butter. Oh, in the butter, bread, yeah. right? Mm. Gluten-free. Lovely. And then on uh, Friday night, I might end up out at a restaurant. Yeah. And I'm going to have a few beers and I'm going to uh, eat food. Yes. And I'm not going to check. No, probably not. So I want to know what the effect is then. Yeah. Is it just like, well, you just go a bit bloated like you did before? And then once you stop having it, you reset. Yeah. Again. You want the GF, don't you? You want to look for GF on, on your menu. Who's Jeff? Je- you want to look for Jeff? Yeah. Jeff on the menus. Right. Is Jeff in this? Uh, no, he's not. Excellent. I'll have that. That's what you want. The GF. So, and I know there'll be people listening who have done the same thing. Chris, I had to go gluten-free this time last year. It's a little tricky at first, but I only miss Guinness, pie and mash, <laughs> uh, <laughs> KFC, Chinese takeaways, and crumpets. Mm, However, good. I feel so much better. Oh, okay. Well, the Guinness There's thing. There's Dean. Well, Dean... Yeah, I'm going to kill myself now. Yeah. Bad news, Chris. Foster's beer isn't gluten-free. Swap it for water, says Anthea. Oh. Yeah, again. I'll block block Anthea. (laughs) Again, you're you're not helping me. He knows not what she says. (laughs) I won't. Chris, it depends if you're intolerant or actually have... Now, I don't know what that word is. Um, Celiac. Celiac. Now, celiac looks like it's spelt wrong. Yeah, so celiac is something more... Colilac. That's it. Colilac. Colilac. Yeah. If you're (laughs) colilac... Then yeah. you should stop eating gluten altogether. However, if you're only intolerant, you can get in, get away with having it now and again. Oh, but that's go. the thing, because I do like a Chinese, oh, I and I Chinese. don't want to faff about. I want to order from the same place I order all the time. Mm. I want my Szechuan chicken. I want my egg fried rice. Salt and pepper squid. That's what I want. Yes, yes. Love a bit of that. That's what I want. I don't want to be going... Uh, I need to find a new place It's gluten-free. Yeah. But that's only, really, again, I'm really good at looking at myself. That's only because I'm turning into somebody that I, I would have hated <laughs> back in the day. But back in the day, I was morbidly obese. Right, well, this so is it. The back, I should ignore the back-in-the-day me. Yes. You know, oh, the old Chris... He'd be like, oh, what have you become, yeah. you hippie, as he shoved another Donham eating chips into his mouth at half 11 in the morning. Yeah, change is good. It's to be embraced, isn't it? I think, you know, I think you're doing well. I mean, I get, t- I, get, I, get, I get out of breath if I'm, if I'm walking up a hill now. Right. But back then, mm. I get out of breath answering the phone. Yeah, see, it's different, isn't it? It's progress. It's official, morbidly, because that's a really horrible title. Yeah, yeah no, that's obese. it. You, there is that a, you were? A, it depends a, on your, not your weight, your height and weight. I wasn't morbidly obese, but I was very, very close. In fact, that's my pacemaker going up right <laughs> now. In fact, kebabs. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, yeah, I wasn't morbidly. Yeah. I, was, I was obese. Yeah. I was obese. Never morbidly. So you, you say morbidly. You, you shouldn't say morbidly then if you were only obese. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're a thanks, Tom. You know what I mean, yeah. though? I think you'd... <laughs> oh, my God, I'm so, so fat. I know. You're not so fat. You're just fat. Yeah. <laughs> you're, just a, you're just a beast. But Try you're not that to you and the half listeners next time and go, oh, look at me, I'm so fat. Yeah. So you're not so fat. Yeah. You're just fat. That's it. Don't beat yourself up. Exactly right. You'll run there out you of breath. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> See? Oh, so look, I'm going to try, all right? I'm going to try it'd at be, least. I think it'd be fascinating. So I think I've been gluten-free this week. Right. Oh, that's good I think, then. But when I say I think, I've not checked my milk. I'm drinking skimmed milk. I don't know about right? milk. Just milk this yeah. Jamie, how about this, right? So I'm on skim milk. 
Yorkshire tea. Um, I've been having chickpeas and hummus. Yeah. Uh, oh, milk's gluten-free. It is, okay. Yeah, I've been having little pita chips as a little snack with hummus, well, and they're gluten-free. Okay. And yesterday I had a piece of chicken. Right. I, didn't eat, I imagine there's not much, if any, gluten in chicken. No, there's not much wheat in chicken, is it? Not Unless really. the chicken has been on a wheat-only diet, and then I'm yeah. scuppered. It's gone crazy in the wheat field. And But, again, I think, I, I hope it's going to be a magic fix like, if I go gluten-free for, like, a few weeks, yeah. I'll have a six-pack. Yes, and exactly right. I've got to be honest, I don't think it works like that. Well, it's, do you know what? It'd be, it would be interesting to see, Who do you it? know who's gluten-free? So, my stepdaughter's gluten-free. Right, she got a six-pack. Uh, she's very sporty. Probably has got a six-pack. Is she, is she, is she, no, careful, obviously, no <clears> jokes, but, like, has she got a good figure on her? Is she, yeah. is she in good shape? Very slim, very, that, yeah. Now, again, how old is she? Uh, she's 16. Because that probably... Yeah, yeah. That be, probably comes into play, There might it? be something in Because I'm good t- 11 years on her. Yeah, that's true. You are... No, well, 12 now, isn't it? Does she like to go out on a Friday night and drink 45,000 pints and then get a kebab and chips on the way home? No, not... Right. Not, she's not at that stage yet. Right. Yeah. Okay. Can she sit and watch telly and eat an entire packet of Tim Tams and then cry herself to sleep? No. Right. Again, okay. there's not many... Just That's me. boring. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tiff brought some um, some Tim Tams back for me because she was oh, in Australia. I love them. She so brought a packet of Tim Tams back, and I was so happy. I think it was you who introduced me to Tim Tams. I'd never heard of them. And it's a I've, better penguin, I've isn't had it? Two. Yeah. And that was over the weekend. Now two it's pa- two Tim Tams. Not two packets. I was going to say two Tim Tams is nothing. That's fine. Right. And then, but the packet is now in the cupboard. Right. And I can't touch the Tim Tams this week. Right. Not till the weekend. Okay. They'll go soft, though. They won't. They'll be fine. Okay. But they call me, Don. Do they? Yeah. <laughs> the Australian mate, chocolate snack. Mate, come and eat us, mate. You know you want to. Go on, mate. <laughs> Stuff that gluten-free thing, you crazy galah. Go on. Gosh. Bite the end off. Dip us in your tea and suck the tea through the thing. And if I'm not helping myself, I might just eat us. Gosh, they're chatty, they're, aren't they? It's Australian, you see. Yeah. Neighbours is back, by the way. That's big news in our house. Now, it's back is it on Lucy Amazon. who loves it? Lucy, Tilly and Millie as well. Do they all yeah. love it? Absolutely love it. So when did it finish? Finished quite a while ago. Was it... A couple of years oh, ago? No, not quite that. About a year ago? Okay. Was it something like that? And it started again. Right. Now, do you remember Neighbours back in the day? Do, 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 do. I remember when do they you, changed the theme tune. Do you remember Harold Bishop? Yeah. Oh, who, yeah. Who famously died. He was he was killed. He, you know, something happened. We didn't know what happened to him. He's dead. He's not. He's back in Neighbours again. Stop it. Harold Bishop is back in Neighbours. What? He is. Like it's, Bobby Ewing. And also, Guy Pearce, who played Mike, he's in Neighbours. No, he's not. He is. Do you remember... Um, Oh, Jane Superbrain, where it yes. is. She's back in Neighbours. No way! It's amazing. Playing Jane Superbrain? That's the one. Jane Superbrain. Yeah, this is... Do you, know, do you not know playing Jane Superbrain? No. Oh, James. So back in the day, when we were kids, playing Jane Superbrain, was it Mike's girlfriend? I think it was Mike's girlfriend. Yeah. And she was... Um, oh, like her. a pretty woman, yeah, bit dowdy because she wore glasses and a dress. Yes, she seemed to right? be a bit geeky, wasn't yeah. she? A bit dweeky. plain Jane, super brain. She was called Jane. She had a super brain, and she was quite plain. That's it. Anyway, one day she took her glasses off, like Clark Kent and Superman. That's it. And the whole of Ramsey Street went, <gasps> "Oh my God, she's oh, Jane, you're beautiful." Woof. 
Yeah. Well, then well, Bouncer off. was that was the dog. Bouncer was in. Bouncer went. Yeah. I wish I wasn't a dog. So James, you're not familiar with the world of like you know Joe Mangle and people like that, are you? It's Joe Mangle. I remember Mrs. Him. Mangle's son Joe. Yeah. Oh. Do you not remember the episode when Bouncer the dog had a dream? Yeah. Oh, the whole episode. Bouncer the dog had a dream. Was there a writer's strike that week? Kylie Minogue was a mechanic. Yeah, she was. And she had the same hair as her boyfriend, played by Jason Donovan. That's right. Absolutely. I recognise Bounce the Dog. That's yeah. a CGI, the hair on one of them, because yeah. depending on who was wearing the hair. The hair that day. Jim Robinson had a, had a heart attack at the front door of his house, stumbled through his lounge mm. into the kitchen area and died in the dining room. Yes, he did. Yeah. And is he back now? Des? Uh, no, he's... No. Des made lemon chicken. Now... Oh, no, it's like Daphne. <laughs> Oh, now, Des or Daphne made lemon chicken. Do you know what I'll do to cheer you up? I'll make my lemon chicken. Des was punching well above his weight with Daphne. Oh, yeah. She wore dungarees a lot. They all had the same stereo and television in the house. Mm Mm-hmm. And if if somebody ran through or slammed the door, the walls would slightly wobble. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. That's what his neighbours back in the day. That's when it was good. Oh, Harold Bishop's been back for years, apparently. Has he? Yeah. So what happened to him? I don't, wait, uh, it says Did he Did he had, go for a walk? He had amnesia, so he completely forgotten. Oh, what, that's what handy. Yeah. It's like, oh, that. Oh, you'd fire the, the showers for that, wouldn't you? Yeah. Guys, we want to bring Harold Bishop back. He was a huge character for our show, so uh, we need because he well he was presumed to have died, but yeah. like we never actually said he did. I know he was run over by a truck in the last episode. Going to give you guys a few days to come up with some ideas about how we can incorporate the character back into the show. So it'd be really yeah. good for the writings. Okay, a few days later, guys, <laughs> what have you come up with? Okay, so I've got something. <laughs> he had amnesia, right? So he doesn't remember. He just walks back into Ramsey Street one day he, and he's had amnesia. So he's got amnesia. Now, <laughs> he had it. He's aware he had it. That's it. So he can't answer any questions about where he was, but he does know everyone's name because otherwise it'd be a bit too sad. Yeah. So he's going to come back in. Yeah. And he's going to go, for example, oh, hey, Jane. Super and brave. she'll go, oh, my God, you're back. Where have you been? Yeah. And he's going to go, I don't know, because I like amnesia. Yeah. But that was weird. Anyway, do you want to lift to work? Yeah. And they'll all accept that storyline. Yeah. No problem at all. So um, you don't need to write lots and lots of complicated scenes and episodes. Yeah. It's just easier this way. Easy that way. We created him. We may as well do what we want with him. Yeah. We also want to give him a wooden leg. Yeah, I Why? Do. Just oh, think it'd be funny. Now, that is that now, is genius. doesn't Paul Robinson only have one leg? Yes. So, Stefan Dennis, who plays Paul Robinson, in every scene of Neighbours, he has to limp. Now, in, in my head, the writer is... <laughs> Stefan Dennis was peeing off the writer. This is what this is legally not based on any facts. Stefan Dennis, I imagine, is a delight to work with. But let's say they fell out. He goes, right, I know what I'm going to do. You're going to lose a leg in a terrible accident or whatever. Every scene now, Stefan Dennis, whose legs are perfectly fine, has to, <laughs> has to limp in every scene. Oh, I find it funny. Stefan? We should all start watching it. Somebody said Daphne gave birth to a child while still wearing her dungarees. <laughs> yes, <laughs> she always wore dungarees. Mel in Glasgow says, Chris, do you not remember Harold got washed? Didn't he not get washed away on the cliffs? I do remember Madge shouting, Harold! Yes. Harold! <laughs> Do you remember I interviewed the actress who plays Madge? Because she went to, into Emmerdale. Yeah, you did. Wasn't she lovely? No. Oh, no, not at all. I can't remember. Really scary. Was she? Yeah, she was very... I don't know, she wasn't very nice. Was Madge in Cell Block H? 
Because uh, a used, lot of them were. I think in Australia they used to have thirty actors and fifteen TV shows. That's it. Sons and daughters. Madge Bishop. That's yeah. it. You wouldn't want to fire. Yeah, no, you wouldn't yeah, want to fire. Punch no. her. Anything. You wouldn't. You really wouldn't. Set fire to your legs. The guy who played Jim Robinson, by the way, hell of an actor. Alan Dale is that yes, his name? Jim I, Dale. Yeah. One of the other. Alan Dale, I think. Went on to be uh, in everything. Yeah. Like every big American TV show going. Now he's in all the big American movies. Yeah. Unbelievable. Well, Guy Pearce is the same. Yeah. He was in Priscilla, wasn't he? He was in Memento. And now so, he's with Jane Superbrain. So Harold fell into the sea, disappeared for five years, but had been picked up by a fishing boat and was found living in a different city without a clue who he was. Genius writing, says Kenny. <laughs> Can we write a soap opera, please, for Australia? Come on. That's oh, that'd be great. That's a great storyline. Isn't it, though? In you Dallas. Argue with it. In Dallas, the TV show, which was one of the biggest TV shows on planet Earth, James. I can't tell you how huge it was. Mm. Bobby Ewing died. Mm-hmm. And the next season, Bobby Ewing wasn't there yeah. for the entire series. And I think the ratings weren't as good. Mm. So they episode one of the next series... Mm. His wife woke up to someone in the shower, and it was him. And he goes, what's wrong? You look like you've seen a ghost. And she said, I've had a terrible dream. It's yeah. the entire... Series. Everything that happened in that entire series never happened. Like, yeah. Can't be referenced. It was, it was Bobby's oh, dream. That's just class. Oh. And the viewers went, oh, Bobby's back. Oh, what's Because we weren't as no. picky then. We didn't go, hold on. Yeah. So there you go. Incredible, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is television. And speaking of television, yeah. we've got some great guests on the show today. Later on this morning, uh, half past eight this morning, Matt Lucas is coming in. Oh, baked oh. potato saved my life. Yeah. I love Matt Lucas. He is looking brilliant. He's lost a load of weight. Yeah. I hope he's all right. Yeah. I assume this is, like, purposely done. Oh, yeah, I think so, yeah. And then uh, after 9 o'clock, Patrick is going to come in and see us live as well. Brilliant. He's, he's in a film. Now, what... what you well, said... you'll find out okay. later when all we right. speak to Paddy Keelty and all the other stuff with Dominic Dooney News next. It's all coming up. Chris Moyles Radio. The Chris Moyles Show. On your radio, on Global Player, and on your smart speaker. Play Radio X. This is Radio X News. 7 o'clock, here's Dominic Byrne. From Global's newsroom, a court has ruled Donald Trump committed fraud for years while building up his real estate empire. It means some of his businesses won't be able to operate in New York. He could have to pay damages as well. U.S. journalist Dan Mitchison's told Radio X what the judge concluded. He lied about his worth so he could get, as you mentioned, better loan terms, lower insurance premiums, and the judge in the ruling said that basically his legal argument defending what he had said in the past is based in a fantasy world. Mr. Trump's lawyers have called it outrageous. In other news, after school absence rates rose during COVID, figures show they're not really going back down now. A group of MPs wants the government to create a register of pupils who are persistently off school. Ministers insist they're doing what they can to make sure nobody falls through the cracks. Some victims of domestic abuse have had their addresses sent to their alleged abusers. The Information Commissioner's Office has reprimanded seven organisations for data breaches. That was over the past 14 months. More than 100 people have died in a fire at a wedding in northern Iraq, while another 150 have been injured. The report, it was started by a firework. 
And Hollywood writers have agreed to end five months of strikes after reaching a deal with studios on pay and the use of AI. But a walkout by actors continues. Sport. Holders Manchester United are through to the fourth round of the EFL Cup despite an indifferent start to the season. They saw off Crystal Palace 3-0 last night. Is their boss, Eric Ten Hag. The spirit was always good. The togetherness was always there and is there. And yeah, you could also see that today. And today on the ball, we make another step. So, yeah, still a lot to come. But we're making and we're moving forward. Among the other oh, games... That's exciting, Don. Yeah, it's very, what he said. Yeah, it's a There's break. still a lot to come. It's very exciting. Among the other games, there was an upset for Premier League side Luton Town. They were beaten 1-0 by League One Exeter. Oh... And Concentrate England, on the league. Exactly. England have suffered just their third defeat under Serena Wiegmann. The Lionesses conceded in the 90th minute to go oh. down 2-1 to the Netherlands in the Nations League. Stupid, doesn't it? Being unbiased, this is off script, the goal was offside. By, I mean, it, was, it was clearly offside, but there was no VAR in the game. So England players are a bit miffed, as you can imagine. Scotland drew 1-0 with Belgium. Northern Ireland beat Albania 1-0. And on, Wales, Wales were thrashed 5-1 by Denmark. I wouldn't say they were thrashed. Wow, those, those weather. With eBay. Find, fix and save on wiper blades this autumn. They weren't thrashed. No. Um, they were. Some people would say it's conspiracy theory and there is no evidence to back this up. But yeah. uh, I don't think that was the real score. Ah, okay. I'm saying because mm. I like the people of Wales. So do I. And uh, big up the Welsh. Yep. Mainly dry in the southeast, but Storm Agnes is coming. No. Bringing strong winds and heavy rain to the rest of the UK. Winds could get up to seventy-five miles per hour. <sighs> but temperatures up to twenty-two degrees. From Global's newsroom for Radio X, I'm Dominic Byrne. This is Radio X from Global. Storm. Agnes. Yeah, this is a bad idea. Yeah. I, I said it at the time. What, naming them? We're going to start naming the storms. A, B, C, D, E, F. And I'm like, it's a bad idea. Yeah. It's a bad idea. There was one storm that had a lovely name, but wreaked so much havoc. Yeah. And, like you're gonna, and you're going to en- end up with Storm Derek. Yeah. Storm Tracy. I think there was Derek. Storm Trooper. It's just going to be a nightmare. Like- I haven't done that yet, have they? And the weather this morning, Storm Trooper looks like it's <laughs> heading its way to the UK. Stormy Daniels yeah. is causing Who's havoc that? across... What? Who's that? Who's Stormy Daniels? Yeah. Isn't that a woman that... I don't know, who is it? No, who's that? I don't know, just a... I mean, she was famously in the news. For what? She was... I'm not going to go into it if you don't know. Who is she? <laughs> Well, how do you know her? From the news. She was a woman. No, yeah. she read the... She, we, she was in the news all the time. She, she reads the news? She, in a way, yes. She reads the news? Well, she doesn't read the news, but she may. She what makes did she the do? News. She was a glamour model, I think. A glamour model? Stormy Daniels. I don't, sure. I don't know what you mean. A what? A glamorous she model. She was a glamorous model? Yes. So she, what, what kind of stuff did she model? Hang on. Yeah. I like Gloves. The, I like the K's catalogue. Are you Googling that? Hang on. No, I'm just finding out exactly what... I'm sure. Yeah? Uh, American... <laughs> Film actress. Right. Oh, what kind of films was she in? Um, Go, do, try and find out some of the names of the films. She okay. Was, in. was she in Mission Impossible? I've seen that. I don't think so. Uh, Top Gun. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Stop on my mum will shoot. It wasn't Top Gun. Um, Stop on my dad will shoot. That's it. Let's have a look. Was she in? Uh, well, uh, in 2006, she yeah. won the Exotic Dancer Award. Oh, okay. Oh. So, she dancer as well, is she? Yeah. That's lovely. Must have been. Strictly or something. But what about the films? What films was she uh, in? It doesn't... E.T.? It doesn't say. 
Uh, doesn't say any of the films. Doesn't say any of the Golden films. Golden Globe or anything like that. No. 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 So what, I mean, Oscar nominated. Yeah. Stormy Daniels. There. <laughs> you know perfectly well who's Stormy Was she in Saving Private Ryan? Not Saving Private Ryan. Right. No. She wasn't in that one. Okay. Yeah. She wasn't in Jaws either. No. Back or, to the Future. Or Top Gun. What? Back, back, back to the Future? No. No? She wasn't in that one. Confessions of a Bustier hostess? Uh, Two. Yes, probably. Right, okay. <laughs> probably. Uh, that reminds me, by the way. Yes. Go on. Oh, no. Oh. We've. We, I, it's been playing on my mind Go over on. the weekend. What? We've got to tell him. What? Well, <laughs> well, there's, there's no. Ah, there's now fine. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I've thought about it a lot. I. I was I, like, I need to text you. I have like, an update. Yeah. Do you want me to tell you? <laughs> so, so. Let me tell you the story. Let's, I'll tell you what so I know. Sorry. It wasn't me. Well, hold it on. So. Was he? There was <laughs> a magazine sent in to Dominic when we were on tour last week. Yes, as part of the letters It feature. was an, what they call an adult magazine. That's it. Adult words. And because of the laws of the UK, mm. um, the woman on the front who was, wasn't wearing a top. No. Uh, instead of where her nipples should be, yes. there were two lights. That's right. It's yeah, very exactly. weird. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Anyway, we don't like those kind so, of things. <laughs> The day we got this on the tour bus, yeah. James hid it under Dominic Burns' pillow in his he, bunk. He did. Now, now what day was two this? pillows. Monday. Yeah. Monday, okay. Right. And he put it under your pillow on the Monday. Yeah, Mo Salah was on top of the pillow and yeah. Lady was under. Dominic slept in that bunk every day on the tour bus. Yeah. And on Friday, <laughs> James went, did Dominic say anything about the magazine we hid under his pillow? And I went, no. And he goes, do you know where it is? It's not still there, is it? And we looked. It was still it's there. It's still there, apparently. Uh, we felt Dom had not laughing. noticed. I hadn't noticed it. So then what we did was we just laid it on top of the bed. And That's... then he had a Mo Salah teddy. <laughs> hang on. We... You, hang on. You laid on top of the bed when we were showing people around the tour bus. That was it. Yeah, yeah. That right. was it. You yeah. missed out that bit. Uh, possible clients. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then we put Mo Salah on the pillow. How did that get there? And then we opened the magazine so it looked like Teddy Mo Salah was reading the magazine. That's it. You Which James to, took a video of. He sent me that, James. Well. Warrington yeah, John James. wants to see that. I'll friend. send it. Very funny. And then on the on the last day on yeah. the tour bus, uh, James was trying to. I'm going to say it. Come on. He's trying to put it in your suitcase. Co- co- and co- I said, no, 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 no. Oh, hang on. Right? Yeah. Thank you, Chris, for that. Right. Just here, I'll open it, and then you'll be able to get it in properly. Yeah. Because it was going to make the end odd, you know, doggy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Anyway. So that's the last... I think it was that way round. So when, that's the last you, when you, you knew When you were of off the bus, mm. yeah. I saw Dom rummaging around his bunk and then looking in his case, and I went, what are you looking for? And he goes, I don't trust James. <laughs> and I <laughs> reckon he's put the magazine in my bag. And I went, no, I wouldn't worry about it. Hey, listen, look at this. And he went, no, I won't look at this. Yeah. Is it in my bag? Side zip. Oh, <laughs> there oh. there she is. And I was like... Oh. <laughs> now, do you, know where oh, that, good. do you know where that magazine is now? In Robin's face. Inside your quilt cover. Is it? Yes, absolutely. So if that quilt cover ever gets taken to dry cleaners... Are you serious? Yeah. No, you're not. I am. Why? It's in the rock... You no, know, you're... Are you really serious? Oh, Why? Don't. I swear... I, please. Are you joking? It's you, in, you know. No, it's in there. That's where I put it. In James's quilt. Mate, no. What? What? Don't. <laughs> What's happened? We left all the duvets on the bus. We did, are yeah. You, oh, you know this. No, no, we did. You're winding me up. You no, know where they're going. Look what? at me. Look where at me. Where are they going? They went to Ross's nephew. <laughs> <laughs> then they didn't. Did they? 
the Star Wars one and the, and the planets one because it's the glow one. in the dark. Oh, how old's Ross's nephew? Twenty nine. You're right. <laughs> <That's you. laughs> oh, I, so I wondered why he sent James and I a hamper. Yeah. It's in there with the, in the rockets and stuff. Well, I bet it is. Yeah. <laughs> or is it, Dom? Yes. Well, that's where I left it. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Because it wouldn't have been embarrassing mm. if somebody would have seen you do that, yeah. taken it out of there, yeah. and posted it to your house so no. it would be delivered today no. and had to be signed for. No. <laughs> no. You. No, it's not. You know, I got my Star Wars duvet back in my the bus, by the way. You got the what? The Star Wars duvet back, by the way. Oh, yes, it's, you did, It's yeah. now at my home. Is it? Really? I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Coming up... More wacky and wonderful Wednesday broadcasting brilliance on the Chris Moyle Show. Go on, Paul. Dom has a massive sack, and if we're lucky, he'll empty it out in the studio by reading some of the letters you've sent in. Plus, after eight, we chat to a man that's a comedian, a writer, an actor, and a television presenter. Wow, what can't Matt Lucas do? True. Goodbye, oh. ciao, see ya in a bit. Toodle Pip. Right, it's ten past seven. It is Wednesday morning. Matt Lucas, Paddy Keelty, both on the show today, and we'll start with some forty-one. Now, what time does Jill Scott's... Sorry. What time does Box to Box Coffee open? Is it, it nine? It opens at nine o'clock. It's nine o'clock, isn't yeah. it, yesterday? Uh, Jill and I were sending each other messages uh, this week. Mm. Um, uh, and I was saying... She said, Oh, I've had loads of people... Like, like, I've had loads of people saying, Oh, I heard you. Oh, you were so funny when you did that thing. <laughs> And and I said what when I was doing the football and they went no and I said when I was doing the television and they went no when you were on the Chris Miles show and she goes I get loads of people saying loads going, mm. I heard you on the Chris Miles show you're so funny ah so, and she she went so you've got listeners oh that's nice so I sent her a message back saying yeah I, I see that it sounds like a compliment but it's mm. a dig. But I've got more listeners than you've had shifts in that coffee shop, which that's is true. supposedly yours. Yeah, that's and true. And then somebody messes back going, you're obsessed with this coffee shop and how much I work in it. Maybe you should go and do a shift there. And I went, maybe you should go and bloody do a shift there. Oh, beef. Don't get beef with Jill Scott. Well, anyway, I need to send Jill and Shelley a message because somebody sent me a tweet mm. with a box-to-box coffee cup on the dashboard. Very nice. They had just gone and had a lovely, lovely coffee, their words, from box to box, and they were not listening to Radio X. Oh, really? What? The uh, tweet was at 9.35 in the morning, this is, whilst we were on the air. This is huge. But apparently I'm... we were not being on the, we were not on the radio in Jill Scott's <sighs> box to box coffee. I would have got it at Costa. Yeah. That is it. Absolutely. I, I'm not happy, Dom. No. And I will be having words, so I'm going to send her... In fact, you know, I'm going to send her a message now. Yeah, I would. So I'm going to send her a message now. Why wait, Dom? Do See, it now. Seize the day. Strike while the iron's hot. As they say, uh, carp DM. That's it. Vanilla. Yeah. That's what they say, isn't it? It's the ice cream. Something like that. So if I go to Jill Scott... Mm. Here we go. Let's send her a message, shall we? Are you, Jill Scott? Uh, oh, good morning, Jill. Morning, Shelley. Um... 
Now, one of my listeners, I'm on the air talking live. One of my listeners went to your coffee shop yesterday and bought coffee at about half past nine in the morning and then told me that Radio X wasn't on the radio. What are you playing at? <laughs> Where the biggest show that's given you love. I'm always sticking up for Shelley because Jill does nothing. Right. She's lazy, still mm. pretending she plays football, putting on a TV makeup, standing on the pitch at half time going, oh, I thought they played very well. Now, listen, I want to reply and an apology. Not for me, Shelley, because you're lovely. Anyway, lots of love. Um, lots of the family. Bye. There you go. That's See, good. I, I don't like to be too aggressive, No, Dom, that, yeah. that should do it. That should definitely do it. I like to kind of go, I'm being, I'm angry, but yes. uh, lots of love. Uh, must go for lunch soon, type thing. In an approachable way. <laughs> it's nice. That'll work. So I will let you know if I get a reply from Jill slash Shelley. Yes. And find out what's going on. 7.17. Love this Kings of Leon track. Kings of Leon. And that is fans at Radio X. And we'll play that for all of your fans, Dominic Byrne. Thank you so much. Who are sitting waiting for their celeb VM. I video did. You know that one yesterday that was due today? Yeah. I did it yesterday. Well done. Did yeah, you yeah, wear yeah. your chicken hat or whatever it is? Uh, no, didn't wear the chicken hat. Didn't did wear you wear the, the hoodie? Uh, no. Your didn't new wear... favourite piece of uh, clothing? Yeah, I like this hoodie, actually. Don bought himself a hoodie recently. Yeah. It's a, oh, it's Lucy a, it's did. A, it's, it's a different... No, it's me. I bought it. See, who chose it? I, I who approved it. it? Who said that looks nice and you buy it? I bought you it. You did not do that in your own. I did. Of course you I did. You didn't. You didn't. Of course I did. One of I the went... girls on Lucy went, that's a good colour, you should buy that. I was aware. Look that... me in the eye. Oh no, I swear it was me. Nah, I swear rubbish. it was me. Rubbish, you got help. It was all me. But they gave it the uh, they gave it the approval. Dominic's got always wearing a new hoodie on the tour world. I'm all like, oh that's lovely there. Yeah. I told him you should go back and buy it in different colours. Yeah. So you suit it. I may well do so. And for your age as well, it's a good look. Thank you so much. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> Chris Moyles oh, bless you. Show. oh, bless you, Jay. Oh, Jay. There we go. The Chris Moyles Show. Radio X. The Chris Moyles Show. And as if like magic, we're back in the room. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for listening to the show. I am Chris Moyles. It's the Chris Moyles Show on Radio X. That's right. I put my name in the title. What a big head. Uh, but to be fair, I used to call it the Jamie Thingston show and people used to get really confused. Yeah, it's very okay. confusing, that. Now, I'm going to massively handbrake turn this mm. show. Dominic, are you aware mm. that I got... Now, James, what would you say? Slandered yesterday? Oh, yeah. Slant. Oh, yeah. did you? Yeah. Pointed at. Defamed. Fingered. I was defamed, Dom. Yeah. I was defamed. You were... Oh, I, I was either defamed, libelled, mm. or slandered. You was, if it was spoken, you were slandered. If I was, was print- I was slandered, well, as you, you say, because you're posh. Slandered. Oh. Slandered. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, no. Now, I can either stay quiet about it yeah. and go through the courts mm. and take this person for everything they've, they've got, right. or I can explain what happened. But you clearly don't know what happened. No, I haven't, I haven't heard about the slander. Nick Ferrari. Whoa. Nick Ferrari. Did he, what did he say? Out what he said, the irony is so thick you'd have to cut it with a massive knife. <laughs> what did he say? He was on television on this morning yesterday right. and tarnished my good name. No way. Nick yeah. Ferrari. Very vocally. Really? You know oh, the yeah. man who pretends to have a go at the government but doesn't really? Right. Him. <laughs> morning, Nick. You tell him. You give him what? You tell him, him, Nick. Yeah, you tell him. Every time we see Nick walking down the street, we're yeah. you tell him, Nick. He waves at us with one finger. Nick <laughs> Ferrari. 
Nick Ferrari. You know, if you live in South London, yeah. that, that's an occupation for some people. Yeah. Nick <laughs> Ferrari of oh. LBC. Uh, LBC. Uh, I'll be suing you. Oh, <laughs> good one. Good Thank one, you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Said things on the television about me. No way. And they are lies. Very publicly. Lies. This is huge. It is. Like Nick Ferrari. It is huge. In the world of like broadcasting. Like his show, because his that show is, is huge. It is yeah. record-breaking. And we have audio. And I think we have video, James. Yes. Oh, let's see. And we will discuss this... Shortly. Nick Ferrari! You know the one? He does an holiday with Richie Sunak. Oh, yeah. Ski lodge together. We'll discuss in a minute. Meanwhile, David Bowie. Small team genius. David Bowie, the team genie. Fire up the quattro. I'm having oops. Lovely. Love that. <laughs> if you know the reference, you know the reference. Yes. Tell you what, who will be having hoops mm. when I get hold of him? Oh, and I don't even know what that means. No, it doesn't. Make Nick sense. Ferrari sounds threatening when he says. Now, James and I have not had a discussion about this. Mm. Yeah, on the notes, my program notes. Yeah, because it's all scripted. This show. It is. Yeah. Which page are we on at the moment? He's written. Zero. Nick Ferrari declares war. <laughs> James's <laughs> words, not mine. Wow. Now. I'm going to be honest with you. Mm. I genuinely don't know what to do about it, but I do believe I have to do something, <laughs> right? Wow. Because I can't help myself. Now, I'm going to play you the clip, Dom. This is from yesterday this morning with okay. um, Holly Willoughby yes. and Ben Shepherd. And Ben, yeah. Nick Ferrari's at the LBC studio doing the link. They mm-hmm. do the news review or whatever it is. There's yeah. some other woman on the panel. And they're talking about... Uh, the real mm. important issues of the day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, people who microwave their food at work. Right. And how that can be annoying for some oh, people. smelly. Mm-hmm. And then Ben says, oh, it's the same here because we have the people on Good Morning Britain and they microwave their dinner and then the people from this morning come in, they want to microwave their breakfast and it's a clash of smells. Oh, really, like, really in-depth stuff. Yeah, it's front page news. And Nick Ferrari was on talking about it. Okay. And I'm going to play the clip mm-hmm. and then I think we need to discuss... Punishment option. The next course of action. Okay. Yeah, All sure. Right, so mm. roll the clip. Here is this morning with Nick Ferrari. Okay, yeah, I mean, I love an egg sandwich, but yeah, I think we, Not need in to company. Be, no. we need to be careful about what we're... And I think often hot food, people complain if someone's microwaving a meal... It might be delicious, but it might not be. I'd imagine it global because there's lots of different radio stations there all working through different times of the day. And it happens here because if you're doing Good Morning Britain, the team have been on overnight and they'll have put their food in the microwave and it's their dinner, but it's someone else's breakfast. It can be quite a potent, heady mix, can't it? Yeah, Ben, I'm going to be honest. Um, The thief here is Chris Moyles. He's forever... (laughs) He's forever raiding people's microwaves. I have my butler prepare some kedgeree. He puts it, and Moyles gets a whiff of it. He's out, boom, off with Straight my breakfast. It is a nightmare to get a breakfast round here with Moyles around. That Radio X team are notorious, <laughs> absolutely notorious. I've already had from our producer today. Whoa, 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 now. Now. Now, now then. Now this is war. Quite. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. Say it again. I'll- Nick Ferrari. That's quite the allegation. Now, I don't even know what category is. Yeah, kedgeree. That's right. Smelly, ricey fish. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. 
Well, you've nicked it. Now, apparently, when he's microwaving his category already, I've seen it and I've run off with his breakfast. Yes. I've been trading a few years. (laughs) But I am not that strong that I could run down the corridor with Nick Ferrari's breakfast. No, or his butler. Now. I'm telling you. That is, I mean, that is slander. What a claim. What's, What's just happened there? Tyson Fury would struggle to lift up Nick yes. Ferrari's breakfast and run with it. And he, he slandered me. He did. So. Now, what is your course of action? Well, first of all, let me let me ask you, what do you think of that? Sure. Well, I think it's an unfounded accusation that certainly besmirches your good name. Thank you. It's certainly defamatory. Yeah. And absolutely... Uh, has committed slander. Anti-inflammatory. That's, That's it. What exactly anti-inflammatory. What it is. So, yes. Now, for, I feel I need to put the record straight. Mm. I didn't have any breakfast so far today. No. I didn't have any breakfast yesterday, and I didn't have any breakfast on Monday. No, you did not. I might treat myself on a Friday, mm. and occasionally, if I've had a drink the night before, I go crazy that's the it. next day. But that's, that's rare. Yeah. So far, Nick Ferrari. Oh, I can see the anger in his face. To say that I... Tom... Mm. I don't even know. I've never used a microwave here, ever. No, I don't know where it is. I'm a star. Yeah. I have staff. It, they microwave it for you. Right. No, but I know oh, no, I don't even have anything Sorry. microwave. Oh, yeah. That's what I meant. So we need to discuss the punishment. <sighs> He's currently on air. Yeah. Now, I have a few options that I've been thinking about. Go on. And I want to run them by you. Sure. And discuss, That's because great. I don't want to act whilst I'm angry. Exactly. I want That's to be good. level-headed about this. <laughs> the pro- producer James is delighted. Yeah. One of the things was to, um, if he believes that I have stolen his food... Yes. Uh, ...make sure that uh, that has been rectified... Yeah. ...by sending a skip load of food okay. to his studio... Oh, that's quite nice. ...today. I'm going to write this down. ...tomorrow... Friday, yeah, to get the listeners to also join in. Okay, and give you the address and give you the actual studio number right. that they use. <laughs> so you can order all sorts of stuff yeah. and get it sent in to Nick with urgent, must be delivered to the studio in the notes. Yeah, um, I've so, written that down. So, so that's that's number one. Skip load of food. Okay. Yeah. Or I run in mid-link when he's like, you know, speaking to the chief exec of the Metropolitan Police or something. Yeah, yeah less good. And uh, shove a bacon sandwich in his face. Right, bacon sandwich <laughs> face. Okay. Run. Uh, or, mm. because text messages play a huge part of that show, it's a morning news show, we just get everybody to text in yeah. um, about a made-up story that we, we come up with. Okay. Quite like Oh, that. my God. Rishi Sunak's arm just fell off. Yep. Uh, did exactly, you see this? Yeah. Oh my God, what, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Or just bombard him with stuff. Yeah. Now. I, I like I like all of them. Yeah, me too. Me I mean, too. Yeah. I don't did, like the bacon sandwich in the face. Custard pie? Sausage sandwich? Um, a cake. Anything in the a face. A cake in his face. Uh, I it, fear that will be face, is it? a day of meetings for me. <laughs> so the others... Uh, are, do you not want to get too involved? Because I've got another idea that does involve you. No, I don't want to do that. But I haven't told you what it is yet. Well... This might, okay, might be an excellent one. Because but you are... You know it won't, Dom. Because <laughs> you're, you know, short. Yeah, so five and a half. The plan you. would be this. When Nick goes to the loo during his show, mm. you run, in, run into the studio and hide under the desk. Yes. He'll never see you. Absolutely. <laughs> like, his... his him, him and you, it's David and Glyde. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. And then, whilst he's doing his link, when he comes back in and sits down, you tie his shoelaces together. Right. <laughs> 
right? Oh, he'll never know that. So that when he stands up to go for oh. another poo during the show, mm. he topples over. That's it. Another poo. Right. He topples over, you see. Yeah. And what do might, you think of that one? Yeah. Um, That's number four. No. I'm going to no. say... Rise. No. No. To that. I mm. prefer either the, the delivery... Yes. ...or sending something if we think about what Lauren in North Wales thinks we should do all of them right well no. Lauren listen you've got to listen option. to the listeners you know it's either that or a court case and yep. none of us want to go no, through all no, of that the rigmarole of all that um, yeah Lauren says let's do all three yeah. Ryan says the best proposal is a mixture of all three oh yeah and everyone else is saying it's got to be kedgery what yeah. is kedgery yeah, Kedgery. Kedgery. I, d- I don't know what it is. Oh, it's lovely. Kedgery. I've seen it in Jamie Oliver books and yeah. I've always just turned the page and kept on moving. Do you actually really like it? It's something I can cook. <laughs> Should we think of a Kedgery story? Kedgery story. Well, even James does can't say it. Yeah. Kedgery story. Now, is that very smelly? Is that a smelly dish? Oh, like one of the smelliest things you can microwave. All right, so what I need... It's smoked fish and is rice. ...is a chef who can make that mm. and then deliver... How about this? When he goes for a poo during the show... <laughs> James, you can run in with it and hide it in his studio so that it starts to smell and then everybody who works on the show thinks that Nick Ferrari stinks of fish. Oh my God, I know when Nick Ferrari goes for poo. Like, he doesn't announce it on air, it's not this show. You know. (laughs) You know. Have we got access to a microwave? Yeah. Yeah. Like, where is it? I've never seen that. Is it just in this little kitchen here? Yeah. Okay. So we could buy a Kedgery. Yeah. A thing of Kedgery. There's Sainsbury's around the corner. Do we have anything in the canteen that can our chef can smelly up a bit? Eggs. Oh, now. Go on. Back in the day, we yeah. used to eat kippers. Oh, I love kippers. Every so often they have kippers in. Okay. Kippers. kippers. Right, James, order me some kippers. Kippers, yeah. Right. Mm. Stink bombs. Stink bombs. <laughs> Burnt hair. <laughs> and uh, diesel, please. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and some terps. And terps. Some, I don't mean cassette terps, VHS terps. I'm upset listening for terps. No, not you. So we could do that. Only one pot. All right. Yeah. Bring in fermented fish. Oh, now, do you remember that tin of yes. uh, the... Uh, do you know what? To be fair, if we were to open that in the oh, studio... Evacuate. Um, Nick Abbott on Friday night will be yeah. going, what the hell is that smell? And bearing in mind, it's only Wednesday morning, so can't do that. Because <laughs> then they'll all hate me. Yeah. But yeah, there is revenge needs to happen. Absolutely, I think so because yeah, it's a pretty serious allegation that's been levelled at you. Nick Ferrari has started this war, mm. but god damn it, I'll finish it. The Chris Moyles Show. Then we can eat the kippers. Oh. The Chris Moyles Show. Radio. The Chris Moyles Show. And a one, and a two, and a three, and a four. Deliver, you deliver that as well, do you? Yeah. So, so it'll be a skip, and it, and I can choose the time that you deliver the skip. Yeah. And it'll be full of beans. All right, oh. thank you. Chris, okay, back on me. Huh? We're back on now. Sorry, I was just ordering uh, a side of breakfast for Nick Ferrara. Oh, okay. Coming up, coming up, a skip full of beans. Oh, lovely. I just need to find someone that sells a massive spoon. It's there. <laughs> I also need to find someone who does the biggest sausages. Yeah, absolutely. And Kedgery. Tom, that's it. Kedgery. I'm not going to let this lie. Gorillas, Sean Ryder. 
I didn't do letters, did I? You got letters? I've got a few letters, yeah. Well, do you know what? I'll be honest with you. The Nick Ferrari Fishgate stuff is probably more interesting. Oh. I need to find someone that's, that can deliver a massive breakfast to his studio. Um... James, I'm, I'm just photoshopped a picture. Oh, I think it's, I'm going to be honest. I think it's too much. Right. But I want to send it to you. Right. Okay. Chris Molson said it's too much. Okay. Yeah. You're editing yourself. So That's I'm going to airdrop it to you now, and then you'll see it. And we'll hear your reaction. Uh, I, th- I think it's too much. I think I don't think I should post it. Can you send it to me as well? Please? I'll put it on the screen. Obviously. Oh, you're right. Stick it on the screen. Right. Okay. So downloading. Yeah, downloading. It is a worry if you think it's too much. Well. You know, you don't want to step over. Even though line. he started it, yeah. You know, I don't want it to get too nasty. That's it. Want okay. to keep it on the right side of uh, exactly. The Thanks law. to Ben Shepherd, by the way. <laughs> oh bigger. God. Okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, too much. It's too much. Can you stick it on the screen? <laughs> right now, I want you to be honest. I will be honest. Do what I I've, think it's too much? What I've done, you know, the Dolby Cafe in yes. Margate, where Pete Doherty famously had his eight thousand calorie breakfast. Toby Tarrant tried to eat it as well on the show, this That's very it. show, this very chair. Yeah. So I've taken a picture of the Dolby Cafe with the breakfast in front of it. Right. And I've imagined what that would look like if Nick went in there. <laughs> to try and eat the breakfast. Oh, good God, okay. However, the only picture I could very quickly find of him um, was topless. So, um... (laughs) (laughs) But... um, (laughs) You can't post that. Look how happy you look. He looks delighted. You, yeah. And look, and when so the thing is, he's smaller than the plate. So look how yeah. big the plate. Exactly looks. right. Oh, he's so happy. Yeah, he looks now. Yeah. Now, how I found a picture of Nick Ferrari topless, yeah. I've no idea because well, I want to search him for it. No, but um, have you photoshopped his head on that body? No, have you not? No, no. that's 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 Nick Ferrari topless. Oh, okay. I mean, talk about make some noise. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of breakfast. There. Do you think that picture is too much for me to post on my socials? Yes. You do. Yeah. All right, I need to delete that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a, the, it's a beautiful picture in a way, isn't it, really? If you know me or Dom or James, feel free to text our mobiles and maybe we'll send you the picture just so you can privately see it. But yeah. I'm not post. I'm not putting it out to the world. <laughs> but I am thinking about getting them delivered some breakfast. Yes. I, I think, think I need some kedgery. I think you do. Say it again. Kedgery. Kedgery. Yeah, kedgery. Like hedge, That's hedge it. It's Henry. a hedgery with a kedge. Yeah. So if there's anywhere that does that kedgery, yeah, I mean it's ten to eight in the morning, and even though we're in London, one of the biggest cities in the world, it's still a strong ask. Yeah, there might be a hotel nearby listening. That would be handy. Does our does our canteen do any fish stuff for breakfast? It doesn't really. Doesn't Always it? used to do kippers, but it could oh, just be because we were asked for it. Possibly, James the chef is pretty great, isn't he? If he can, how about I'm this? Sure he can whip up a kedgery. How about if I get breakfast upstairs to just make the bigger? If we find the biggest plate they've got. Yeah. And we just fill it full of breakfast. Yeah. And I'll just bring it into him. <laughs> Midlink. A paddling pool full of sausages or something. Now, knowing my luck, he'll be right in the middle of discussing something very, very serious. Yes. And it will go down like a fart in a lift. But well, if I don't try these things, I'll never know, will I? I'll never know. First person text me already. Have you already? Can I see the photo, please? Oh, that's lovely. Well, listen. Do you know what? (laughs) I think. I think. Hold (laughs) on. Dom? I'm not going to send it to you. No, we can't. 
Because that's childish. It's childish. Right, so let's move on with Okay, letters. here's a, a travel catalogue that's been sent uh, to me. They probably do cruises and stuff as well. Travel Sphere. Uh, addressed to Miss Dominatrix Candle Wax Burn. <laughs> which is lovely. How does that get through? Anyway. Because the, the, the great postal service of Great Britain yeah. is amazing. The best of Switzerland, eight days from £2,899. Oh, uh, Galapagos Island hopping. Is this a, a cruise? Yeah, no, it's just a, it's just like a trip type thing. Six thousand pounds. Um, six grand. Six grand for what? Yeah, uh, hopping around the Galapagos. For how many days? Uh, two weeks. How much? Six grand. Wow. What are you hopping around in a Bentley? I don't know. It looks. I mean, it's lovely, isn't it? But Latin wonders of the world. Eighteen days, five thousand pounds. Return flights, fifty nights accommodation, twenty meals. Wow, that's good, isn't it? Now. We've been sending nice little... Stop. <laughs> Stop. Don't look behind you. Stop. Look how happy he is. He is, isn't he? <laughs> uh, we've been sending a little uh, parcel. Hi, guys. I work from home. Therefore, I get to listen to your entire show every day, and I have done for a very long time. I even remember Fire at Will. Oh, I love that This feature. is back in the day. Please find some gifts for you all to enjoy. A Chris Moyle survival pack. A bottle of white wine for... <laughs> Don't... Put that on the screen. A bottle of white wine for Dom, some bubbles for Pip, a Lego crane for James, and a book for Captain. Now, unfortunately, there's been a leak. So the box he sent in, <laughs> the box he sent in is absolutely soaking oh, wet. No. Unfortunately. So, James, you've been, that's your Lego thing, which unfortunately is. It's wet. It's damp. It's just the box, though. It's just the box. Do, well, do, you, do you take this home? When people send this in, do you take it home and make it and put it on the shelf? No, well, I sometimes give it away. Right. I, this is a forklift. I might make this one. Yeah, you got it. You love a forklift. Chris, you've got a load of old moo. Oh, there. have I? Yeah. Is that is that leaked? Uh, you've got... No, yours is all right, actually. You've got a, what they call a Chris Moyle survival pack. Oh, it's wet. Oh, no. It's, oh. No, that's, that's not wet. It's fine. Please put a packet of fags in it. <laughs> Some Freddos, <laughs> some old moose cider. Is that it? what it is? Yeah. Is that what I am? Is that what people really it's, think of me? When they think of me, it. they think of a packet of fags, yeah. old moose cider, and Freddos. So I've been sent some white wine. Pitt's been sent some Prosecco. I have a feeling it's the white wine that's leaked. Oh, well, you may as well have that Prosecco. Yeah, exactly. I may as well take Pips. Here is she. Um, yeah. But thank you very much indeed. That's from Oliver. Thank well. you, Oliver. Uh, and also, he, he mentions his son in that. I'm sorry we haven't got time to, to do that bit. Apologies. But uh, thank you very much Hello, indeed. Son. Yeah, exactly. Thank you very much indeed. And good luck with everything as well. Thank, thank you, you, buddy. That concludes my sack. And now, are you checking your emails? Because remember, we were on tour and we said people can email you. Oh, yeah. Are, no. have you, do you check that or do you have people do it for you? Uh, I don't even know the login, actually. <laughs> that, I'll be honest with you. We were doing it last week when we were on the bus, weren't we? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yes, we'll, we'll check those and uh, we'll report back tomorrow. There if may well be some, yeah, there may be some good ones have come in. It could be an embarrassment of riches never and know. material for the show. You just never... sitting on the email and good God, we need it. Uh, there's some that's come in. Is there? I mean, I'm talking about ordering a breakfast for Nick Ferrari. Yeah. But that's, that's where we are on today's no, show. No, but this is lovely, though. Matt Lucas is coming in, by the way, 8.30 this morning. Yes. Love Matt Lucas. And then Patrick Keelty is coming on the show. He's a lucky boy, isn't he? Do you think and so? he married Cat Dealey. Oh, well, that's true when you say it like that. He married Cat Dealey. No. The Cat Dealey. The actual lovely Cat Dealey. Yeah. She's punching above her weight. He could have done so much better. Yeah. See, yeah, I twisted it around <laughs> there, you see. Um... So, yeah, so we'll do that. So, and if you do want to send anything in, by the way, you're yes. more than welcome yeah, to. Yeah, please do. Now, Dom. Mm hmm You've not done the address for ages. I haven't done the address for ages. 
Um, let me have a look. Do we have the jingle without the singing on it? Yeah. The long and short. <gasps> Dom, are you ready? Oh, I think so. Here's Dominic Byrne with our address. Two, three, four. Dominic Byrne, The Chris Moyle Show, Radio X, 30 Leicester Square in London. London is where I am in London. WC2H. Uh-huh. 7 L-A. What's the postcode? WC2H. 7L-A. Could reach 80 miles an hour. It's me, Storm Agnes. Hi, Agnes. We don't want you here. Thanks oh, very much. Come in. Forecaster John Hammond has told Radio he X. Knows nothing. What people can expect. Gusts of 50 to 60 miles an hour, maybe 70 up over the highest ground, for example, of northern England and up into southern Scotland. Rain will sweep in across many northern and western areas. When's this happening? Uh, today. So it's mainly affecting... Winds of 50 miles an hour will be noticeable, and I'm not even a trained meteorologist, but I think you'd know if you were walking home from work and the wind was 50 miles an hour. And winds on the coast gusting up to 80. That's crazy. Yeah, so it's very, very windy. And do we know which direction it's coming in? It's sort of southwest, Northern Ireland, Wales, and it seems to be escaping... Sort Tom, of you know surf. the question I'm asking. Is it going to hit London? No. Am I going to be all right? I think it'll be fine. That'll do. Sport. Might be a bit windy. Holders Manchester United have knocked Crystal Palace out of the EFL Cup. They got a 3-0 win at Old Trafford last night. League One side Exeter are through to round four. They got a shock 1-0 win over Premier side Luton. Another nine fixtures in the competition tonight. Amongst them, Manchester City take on Newcastle. Liverpool host Leicester City. And the Netherlands scored in the 90th minute to beat England 2-1 in the Nations League last night. It's just the third time the Lionesses have lost under Serena Wiegman. And Captain Millie Bright admits it was very disappointing. As a team, we gifted two goals and they were really clinical in that area. And, you know, when we had our chances, not quite ruthless enough. But I think, you know, we have to reflect, stay positive. These games are getting harder and harder, so we have to evolve, we have to get better. Scotland drew one all with Belgium. Wales lost 5-1 to Denmark and Northern Ireland beat Albania 1-0. Go on, Northern Ireland. Weather. With eBay. Find, fix and save on your vehicle maintenance parts. So Storm Agnes bringing heavy rain and strong winds for much of the UK. It should be a bit quieter in the southeast. Temperatures up to 22 degrees today. From Global's newsroom for Radio X, I'm Dominic Byrne. You know the, the, the clip you played about Donald Trump? Was that a lawyer that you played? Uh, that was a journalist in journalist. Uh, Washington, D.C. Can we hear them again, please? Yes, here oh, he is. Lovely. He has inoculated... Okay, so someone has texted. So this is a story about Donald Trump. Yes. I mean, what, you say it because you know the legal. Yeah, so he, he may have to pay damages because a court found he lied about his wealth. Right. And, and he did that in order to get cheaper loans, is right. what, was what the court found. And affect his business. Exactly, right. yeah. Um, somebody has texted in and said... That reporter yes. talking about Donald Trump mm. sounds like Donald Trump phoning in and putting on a voice. Right, okay. Here he is. He has inoculated his political base against any negative derogatory information about him, whether it comes in the form of a yeah, judicial opinion. He's totally innocent. <laughs> He's to- even though 
He's been found guilty. He's totally innocent. And I, and I, and, you know, I don't know uh, me, Donald, uh, but I think uh, that I will. He will be back, um, um, uh, and he'll be b- b- bigger and better than ever. It's Mark, right at the top of that cliff, yeah. isn't it? Mark his words. Yeah, exactly. He has inoculated. That's yeah. very Donald right. Trump. Get off the phone, Donald. This is Radio X from Global. Four minutes past eight. The Chris Miles Show. I am working on a breakfast delivery for Nick Ferrari. In case you didn't hear the news, Nick Ferrari said this on television yesterday. The thief here is Chris Moyles. That's right. The thief here is Chris Moyles. They were talking about people who cook food in microwaves at work yes. and smell the place out, right? And I'd imagine it global because there's lots of different radio stations there all working through different times of the day. And it happens here because if you're doing Good Morning Britain, the team have been on overnight and they'll have put their food in the microwave and it's their dinner, but it's someone else's breakfast. It can be quite a potent, heady mix, can't it? I mean, again, another serious issue of the day, mm. tackled beautifully by the TV show this morning. Yeah. After that, by the way, Gokwan was on with uh, fat lasses and underwear. Anyway, this was Nick Ferrari's response. Yeah, I, Ben, I'm going to be honest. Um, the thief here is Chris Moyles. He's forever, he's forever raiding people's microwaves. I have my butler prepare some kedgeri. He puts it, and Moyles gets a whiff of it. How? He's out, boom, off with Straight my breakfast. It is a nightmare to get a breakfast round here with Moyles around. How, oh, how oh. rude, you naughty, naughty boy, Nick Ferrari. You really are a naughty boy. You're a very naughty boy, aren't you? Nick, yes, you are, yes. You're a big boy, aren't you now? That's right. <laughs> aren't you now? <laughs> That's uh, Tony Bambino, what was his name? You're a very naughty boy, aren't you, James? <laughs> Barney. Barney. Baloney. Barney Baloney. Oh. Anyway, so I've ordered um, a breakfast that will be delivered to Nick this morning. I'm going to write a note in there. So, okay. Um, I've never stolen your breakfast. Mm. Uh, this is a gift from me. Yeah. The war is just beginning. Absolutely. Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> Watch it. your back, Ferrari. Yeah, that's it. Just to kind of add a bit bom, of bom, bom. cryptic. I might write, I might write, wash your back. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And then he might be like, what do you mean, wash my back? What's wrong with my back? And then start playing the mind games. Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah. Living in his head rent-free. You know me, Dom. Yeah. You know, I will let this go after one link. Yeah, that's right. Next year. And I'd imagine it global because there's lots... No, no, where's the clip? The thief here is Chris Moyles. Really? You're a very naughty boy, aren't you, Jim? <gasps> oh, yes. Let's get him in. Absolutely. Let's get him back. Barney. Yeah, yeah. let's get Barney. Somehow I need to infiltrate the production team of Nick, Far- <laughs> Nick Ferrari's show on LBC. And when he thinks he's about to interview an MP, <laughs> on the screen, it- instead of it being, I don't know, whoever... It's You're a very naughty boy, aren't you, Nick? That'd be lovely. Oh, Nick. A man with a monkey. Oh, look at you, Nick. You're a big boy, aren't you now? <laughs> aren't you now? <laughs> When's his birthday? When's Nick's birthday? Ooh. Do we know? This is oh, lovely. Every, every day's Nick's birthday. Yeah, I think so. Oh, it's every day's Nick Ferrari day. Oh. Nick Ferrari. Nick Ferrari holding January's the hold, birthday. Holding the chimp. Uh, is it Henry the chimp? The monkey. He was a monkey. Oh, sorry, the monkey, monkey, yeah. Monkey from the Amazon. James. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, joining us uh, to speak about that is uh, the uh, chief of the Metropolitan Police, uh, Nigel Smith. Nigel, um, about these allegations, how do you feel about this? Good morning. You're a very naughty boy, aren't you, James? <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful. You're a big boy, aren't you, now? <laughs> 
Okay, well, 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 clearly that wasn't him. Apologies for that. That's uh, we, we, we will take a break. <laughs> and then off air. What oh. the hell was? <laughs> who's he? Miles. <laughs> Oh, it'd be lovely. God damn, Miles! Yeah, I bet then, Barney would be up for it. And then we have a big war, yeah. and it's all great. It's all and fine. And everybody else finds it childish and stupid. <laughs> Mystic Ferrari and loggerheads with each other. Yeah. Oh, no, what if we... Oh, no, what if Nick has preempted oh. me doing that, oh. and he's got in there first, Right. so when we are expecting Matt Lucas to walk in, mm. instead... You're a very naughty boy, aren't you, James? <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you double-check it's Matt Lucas before you let him in yes, the studio, yes. right? Okay, good, right. Right, eight minutes past eight. Still to come. Radio X. Coming up, more of Chris and the team saying words and playing songs. Right. Because that's how radio works. You got it. All I want for Christmas is Matt Lucas to come on the show shortly to promote his new Christmas book. Lucky for me, my wish has come true. Plus... Our guest after nine is everyone's favourite Northern Irish person married to Cat Dealey. Oh, yeah. It's Patrick Chielty, of course. Of course. Yeah. It's all happening right here on the one and only Chris Moyle Show. Now, you say I should have breakfast delivered to Nick's studio as opposed to me going in mid-link and delivering it myself. Yes. I think that's the personal touch, though. Well, in mm. a normal way, yes, but uh, you can't be trusted. The head of Thames Water <laughs> joins us now. What do you make about these allegations? Good morning. <laughs> and I go, hello. You know, a bit like, depending on your age, when the TV show This Is Your Life. Yes. And then I walk in and go, you thought you were going to interview? Yeah. The head of Thames Water, but no, I have to say, this morning, Nick Ferrari, this is just part of your breakfast. <laughs> and he goes, oh, no, I don't oh. believe it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Back in the studio, we've got plenty more food for you, so come on in. Da, 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 da. James Robinson is vacuuming the floor. Yeah. He made a mess. And he's had to clean it up. Because he's a big boy now. Uh, as you know. Yes. You're a big boy, aren't you now? There you go. Big boy, aren't you now? You're such an idiot. What? <laughs> You're such an idiot. One nightmare. Let me have a look and see if you've done a good job. No, like... Up. You've missed Just a bit before. over there. Oh, there is a bit look there, James. Look at that. I took my... Oh, here we go. <laughs> what? <laughs> Now he's just littered more. Look no, at the mess oh, it is. And what about that? There's a piece there behind oh, you. Oh, yeah. What the hell? It's more there. I was like, how long have we got? And he's like, oh. Thank you. Are oh, you hearing up? You're just throwing things across the studio now. Ahead of our guests coming in, is that the idea? So There's they don't think salt. we run a sort of, you know, chaotic studio. So how long have we got? Oh, we've got like a minute left. Mic's on. Here we go. <laughs> well, you should have realised he said you've got a minute left twice. Uh, exactly. Thank you, Captain. All a minute separated the from The thing is, he zoned out from listening to me about five years ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, now, that. so we avoided uh, breakfast to be delivered for Nick Ferrari. Brilliant. 
Okay, and it's go- James has made because James is having a go at me for being childish. Mm. James has made a Radio X flag. Yeah, well done. That, which that I, looks excellent. Which I can write on the back. Yeah, and that's going to stick in the breakfast box. Yeah, uh, with this wooden uh, knife. That's right. That's lovely. Have you written a message yet? I have. Yes. <laughs> and I've written. Oh no. Oh no. This is because Nick Ferrari accused me of. Oh, what have I just pressed there? The thief here is Chris Moyles. Of being a thief. Yes. Right. On, nas- so, on national television. He said I nicked his keggery. I don't even know what that is. Well, that's it. So I've written, Nick, I never took your keggery. Here's a breakfast gift as a token of love, Chris Moyles. And then, P.S., this is war. Right. <laughs> but, but what I've done is, I've written, this is war, but put a kiss underneath Oh, that's it. nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's a friendly because war. I'm a lover, not a fighter. That's right, yeah. Um, plus, war. you know, I wouldn't want to get in the ring with him. No. Um... So I fight my battles differently. That's it. To that. So that's what I'm going to do. That's lovely. I'm going to have... Now, I'm happy to personally deliver that to Nick. Right. Mid-interview. Yeah. Mid-interview with... Who's in today? Truss. There's usually some political heavyweight. That's right, Nick. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, I know what you're saying. And then I walk in and go, Sorry, Liz. Pipe yourself down. Nick, I've got you some scrams. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think the listeners to LBC's flagship morning news programme yeah. would very much appreciate the Ike from Radio X. Absolutely. You can't go in. <laughs> you'll I'm... walk in, you'll be like, move out of the way, John Major. Yes. John Major! <laughs> John Major! <laughs> uh, James has not listened to LBC for a long <laughs> time. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, no, so you're probably right, so I won't deliver it. I'll okay. have it delivered by the appropriate people. Okay. But it has to go into the studio. Oh, yeah. 100%. Now, what time does he get into his studio in the morning? Because I was well, thinking about... Starts at seven, doesn't he? Right. So, listen to this. Now, go with me on this. Right. I don't want to. You know how sometimes, uh, like a romance, so yeah. you might have seen... So, the idea is from the front door, there's like candles going up the stairs. Oh, beautiful. Rose petals. Absolutely. That's the classic. How about this? If I can get him before him tomorrow, yeah. from his desk to the studio, just a, a string of sausages... <laughs> That's lovely. What do you think? I think, personally, do it. And maybe, like, every, like, five yards, yeah. just a ramekin of beans. Oh. I mean, what a welcome. And then I can hang strips of bacon in the studio yeah. for him. Yeah. Do you know what? I think that would look lovely. I do. I've met someone that makes... I don't know how the Wombats make music. Right. But if he goes, I've got a new song, lads, we should have a go at this. Mm. Here's the lyrics. I'm just going to plug this guitar in. Mm. This is no Bridget Jones. This is no Bridget Bridget. This is no Bridget Jones. This is no Bridget Bridget. This is... Yeah, we need to have a chat about your writing. (laughs) No, it'll be great, honestly. And it ends... Yeah, go on. Bridget Bridget Jones. That's it. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, works though, doesn't it? Is it called Bridget Jones? No. No. Why would silly. I call it that? Oh, because well, it just says that you say in it. Yeah, I know what I said. So what's it called? Uh, uh, kill Bridget Jones. Mm. You can't call it no. Kill Bridget Jones. Anyway, there's the Wombats and Kill Bridget Jones on Radio X. It is 8.23. So Paddy Keelty's coming in this morning. Great. Um, he's in a movie, uh, which I don't know loads about, mm. uh, but he's also the host of uh, the second... He's just got the job. The second longest-running late-night talk show in the history of television 
in the world. That's amazing. The second longest one. Yeah. Is an island. Uh, they show it in Northern Ireland as well. It's on RTE. Oh, it's an institution. Friday nights, mm. 9.30, and it's called The Late Late Show. Mm. Well, well, well before James Corden yeah. came up with his Late Late Show, although it does look like Paddy's borrowed the set from theirs. <laughs> um, and he is now the new host. It's a two-hour live chat show mm-hmm. on a Friday night on Irish television. It's a main staple of Irish broadcasting, and it's been running since the early 60s. And it's the second longest running late night chat show in the world after the Tonight Show in America. Amazing. And Patrick is now the new host of it. And that I must think, have been nerve wracking. Taking yeah. over from that, I would have thought. There have been, there's been like literally three hosts ahead of Yeah. Me. That's it. Uh, our breakfast has arrived for Nick Ferrari, by the way. Has it? Yeah, can you open the door? I need to get this in. Uh, so Paddy will be on. Like 20 past nine, something like that. Yeah. And Matt Lucas is also coming in, hopefully in a few minutes. Mm. Now, I need to get this breakfast. Yes, let's our... have a look. Now, well, we've wrapped it up. Okay. So, um, there it is. So, it's it's on a plate, tin foiled up mm-hmm. there. Now, I don't want to open it up, but James, what is exactly in this? I've ordered a, a, a mixture of things. Eggs, tuna... Beans. Yeah. Ah, lovely. Ah. Yeah, eggs, tuna and beans for Nick Ferrari. Many it's, food it's groups. It's merely an order of... That's it. That's all it is. Um, and so we put it, wrapped it in tinfoil. Now, where's my flag? Yeah. So I need to stick the flag. <laughs> Hold on, Dom. That's it. So that's the bowl. That's it. Oh, there. beautiful. That's lovely. Right. Now, I'm not going to deliver it to, to um, LBC Studio because I might get into trouble. So, James, could you... Yeah, is that right? I'll pass it you... Becca. Thank you. <laughs> Captain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If, basically, if anybody but me can do that, that would be great. Right. It's so Thank smelly. You. It really is. <laughs> do you know, I genuinely can smell it from here. It's boiled eggs and tuna. I mean, it's we we picked that smell on purpose, James. It's got tissue that I wish you saw. Red Chili Peppers. At Radio X, Scar Tissue. The breakfast has been delivered. Now, whether or not it's made its way into the studio, I don't know, but it has been delivered to uh, the LBC production studio, which yes. is basically through the glass from where That's Nick it. sits. But Nick Nick never doesn't shy away from breakfast. He'll be able to smell that bad boy a mile yeah. away. I can still smell it in our studio. Yeah. And it's not here anymore. Whiffy. It is. It really is. That strong tuna. It's, it's the boiled... I say I can smell the boiled oh, eggs more than anything the else. The tuna's sting in the nostrils for me. It's the egg. Is it? The, it's the egg for me, the yeah. Egg, it's the egg. Oh, I'm getting fish. Anyway, this is day one of the war, uh, the Nick Ferrari, Chris Moyles war. Day one. Day one. So you start off mildly. This is it. I mean, literally, by day 50, you just wait and see. Oh, absolutely. Shackles are off. We will see if he responds, and I will keep you updated in the great Nick Ferrari started at war. (laughs) We'll be right back. The Chris Miles Show. The Chris Miles Show. Peanuts! That's right. Not my words, but the words of our first guest this morning, who is Mr. Matt Lucas, who has just... I'm going to do a joke that I've done for years. Okay. He's just finished his first book. Oh, has he? Yeah, it took him three months to read it. Ah! 
a... Oh, my God. Well, this is his first children's novel. Yes. Uh, it's also a musical novel. He is not daft, Matt Lucas. Mm-hmm. He's planning for the future. Why write a children's book when you can write a children's book that could turn into a musical, so why not write the songs for the book now? So if somebody comes along and goes, this would make a great musical, you can go, ha-ha, I already have the songs. Genius. He's a clever boy, isn't he? Is, isn't he? Uh, so we'll speak with Matt Lucas. Fingers crossed he will be live in the studio, sat with us after the verb. That's the verb. I love his noise. It's 8.38. Jill Scott has replied, by the way, from oh. my earlier message to her, so I'll check that out in a, in a minute. OK, morning, probably Jill. abuse. And Nick Ferrari's breakfast has been delivered uh, to his studio, but not to him yet. Right. And I will keep you updated. This is like breaking news, like Sky News, <laughs> uh, for childish stuff. And you can watch us on Global Player right now because you can see our next guest in all his handsome glory mm. as we say good morning to Mr Matt Lucas. Yeah. Good morning. Morning, morning, Matt. How are you? I'm great. I would like to say a special good morning. Go on. To your listener who pranked me. Oh, no. When I was on, when I was, sometimes I sit in for Zoe Ball on Radio 2 oh, and no. pranked me <laughs> and got me to read a message out to um, uh, the co's that were Tess and Will. So I read it. I read a message out to Tesco and Wilco. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's a, a nice radio-friendly yes. one. That was that's your yeah, cool. and that came through your show. Sorry, oh, sorry. no, it's all right. We don't. We haven't encouraged thought, it for a long time. I thought it was funny. <laughs> Back in the day, we used to do it a lot. Yeah, I think you should. And that's... then it did get slightly out of hand. Yeah, there are some crackers. That really? Oh, there really are. That's a clean ones. one. There's some off-air, yeah. Matt, that we'll yeah. tell you about. What, what, what page would that even be exist on? I'll put it on the interviews page now. All right, okay, great. There's a few. Put Emma's on there as well, because that's a lovely... And Martin, oh, yeah. And Martin Collins. That's a, that's a cracker. Anyway, we're not here to talk about that. <laughs> we're talking about you. Well, you can if you like. <laughs> um, you don't have to. I saw you on telly the other night. Um, congratulations on getting the gig with Take That. Uh, you're, going, <laughs> you're going on tour with Take That. I mean, I was on the one show with Take That. And, um, I mean, it's amazing, isn't it? Because they've been around, like, thir- over 30 yeah, years now. Yeah, incredible. And yeah. they're still at the top, aren't they, really? Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. And yeah. they're, still, they're still, you know got all those great songs so it was nice to be on the show with them yeah I was talking about this book I've written you have written it's out book. tomorrow <gasps> yeah it's you're called- ri- do you know what I love I just saw, I saw you on the one show the other night and uh, you are so excited and proud of it do you know it, it's true I've been working on this book for quite a while it's my first uh, novel mm-hmm. and it's for children but also adults mm. it it sort of plays to both audiences and it's called the boy who slept through christmas and um but what I've done is, I really, I love musicals. I know you like musicals. You were in Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah, I didn't like, I didn't really like musicals till I, till I did that one. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and then there's still, there's still some musicals that are a bit too much for me. I've got my style that I like. Hmm. Well, you're a heterosexual man, so there's going to be limits, <laughs> uh, you know, in terms of you and musicals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, um, uh, I I really want this to be a musical. That's what I was thinking when I was writing the it's novel. Genius, man. Mm. So what I did was I wrote 20 songs. And when you read the book, there are 20 QR codes throughout. Right. 
Great out the idea. book, so you can. They take you to lyric videos. So um, you know, you just point your 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 um, tablet or your phone at the um, QR codes, and you can actually hear the songs as you read. And all the lyrics are at the back of the book. Um, and That's so or, clever. Or if you have the audio book, the songs just come out. And it's there. You go. The boy who slept through Christmas. But if you want to hear the songs, we we've made them available now. If right. you go to the theboywhoslept.com. If you go to theboywhoslept.com, you can hear all 20 songs already. Thanks for holding the book up, You're welcome. It's for the viewers. Yeah. yeah. this is out tomorrow, so you can order it now and have it delivered to your home tomorrow or pop into all your bookstop uh, stores tomorrow. Matt Lucas, The Boy Who Slept Through Christmas, a musical novel. It's That's a musical novel about a boy, Leo, who loves Christmas, but his mum has passed away a few months ago and he's very anxious about how to celebrate Christmas without his mum. Mm. Um, and so he does... He, he, his dad makes him promise that they're going to have the best Christmas ever. Mm. And Leo pulls out all the stops, but everything goes wrong. And he wishes Christmas away. And, of course, you have to be careful right. what you wish for. Christmas goes, and he has to get Christmas back. Oh. Um, and uh, so it is, it is a funny book, and there's some funny songs in it, but it's also... Got a lot of heart, yeah, and um, you know, and it, it does it touches on grief because you know, for a lot of kids, mm. uh, this might be their first Christmas without a parent or a sibling or yeah. a grandparent, a friend. Mm. So it's about um, you know about how do you still celebrate Christmas, which is great for. I'm Jewish and I still love Christmas. Mm. How do you celebrate Christmas when you're dealing with loss? Yeah. You know, but it is a, it is a funny book. There's yeah. lots of gags in it. And, um, Did you want Manoa about that? Did, about that subject matter? Because it would have been easier to just write a frivolous book about a boy who slept through Christmas. Of course it would. Of course it would. But it's, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I wanted to do something different mm. and I wanted to do something with a bit of resonance and a bit of meaning. Mm. Um, and it's a missed opportunity. If you're going to write a novel and you're not going to put something in it i guess yeah that's one way to look at it yeah yeah, yeah. but it's 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 there but it's not the only thing that mm. the novel's about you know right. it is it is it is about having fun this book it is yeah. a, it is a comic novel how do you okay so i'm always fascinated of the the story to get to the conclusion so you're at home and you're thinking i might write a book or i'm thinking of a story mm -hmm. now were you thinking of a musical, or were you thinking of a book at the, right at the beginning? At the right at the beginning, I was thinking of a novel, and I was actually thinking of a different idea entirely, right. which is going to be my second novel. Right. Um, and there was one character who claimed to have slept through Christmas in the second, in that other idea. And as I was thinking about it, I thought, hang on, I think there's more in this. Right. And I'd like to actually really make this the novel. So how much of the other story had you thought through and worked on in your head? Yeah, a fair bit, and that's going to be isn't my next funny? one. But isn't that funny how you're going down that road Yeah, and then you're like Pivot. I, I do like that, I mm. do like that character Pivot, but you know YouTube YouTube began, uh, the, 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 the concept of YouTube was that people filmed themselves uh, it was for singles it was a dating site. That YouTube? You filmed, yeah, the original, I didn't know that. the original concept for YouTube was that people filmed themselves that were, you know, eligible and single and, and uploaded their videos and you went on there and, and 
you know, contacted people to get a date. And and obviously YouTube has pivoted because yeah. there's not much of that on YouTube. No, no really. That's not. more OnlyFans. I think. My video gets no <laughs> traction. Whatsoever. Oh, Chris. Since '98. Right. Oh, I should really take it down. <laughs> I'm hoping. So then, so okay, so then you go. Okay, I'm going to write this, and you work on the story. Of the boy slept through Christmas. Then you think, this, this, this could be a good musical. Yeah. Why wait though? for someone to come and knock on my door and go, why don't you write some songs? Why don't I just write some songs? Now, at this point, when you're coming up with all of this, have you actually got anybody who's going to publish the book? Because this is a big ask to go and go, got an idea for a book. Now, I'm also going to record 20 songs for it as well because notoriously, publishers don't like spending money and that's a, that's a fact because you've got to go in the studio and record everything. Yes, so what happened was I was originally... I sort of, once we'd agreed the deal, as I was writing the book, I said, I think I could probably put three or four songs in this. Right. You know, and then one day when it becomes a musical, just to whet people's appetite. And then, um, yeah, what happened was... <laughs> four um, became six. Yeah, well, what happened was it was, uh, I just then wrote 20. <laughs> I actually wrote 21, there's one that I didn't put in there, but... Um, and then, but I have paid for the recording of the music right. myself. Mm. So I'm at a loss. I've spent <laughs> a lot more recording the music than I got really paid need to, to write, push this book, to write the book. So please <laughs> buy this book. <laughs> please. I mean, uh, you know, but um, God, you're a very clever. You've got to back yourself. Do you know what I love yeah. about this as well? I love the fact you've been really honest. And I don't know if you've even thought about it, but it's actually very refreshing because this happens a lot in our industry. That, you, But people don't admit. So I've put songs in this book because I think it would be a great musical. Mm. So let's not faff about. This is what I'd like. I'd like this to do really well. People really enjoy the book and the songs. And then hopefully the success of that will be able to make the musical happen. It's very honest of you. Yeah, I hope so. And the other thing as well is, you know, one of my very closest friends is the most successful children's writer of our generation and he outsells every other children's author put together mm. and wow. so I was very aware that there is you know naturally people might be a bit like oh you know David Williams has written all those books oh gosh now Matt Lucas is trying to do it you know which is a completely reasonable mm. um, response so I thought I have to offer something a bit different to um, you know just being uh, someone who's trying to to break into this market, mm. um, which David has virtually created. It really market. has. Crazy, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so I who thought, would have thought? Well, I knew uh, it didn't surprise me because really? because I sat in a room with David for 12, 13, 14 years True. and was sort of witness to his brilliance and so um, and his invention and his productivity as well because he releases four books a year. It's amazing wow. what he does and they all sell and the people love them. Mm. So I thought I need to bring something else to the table. You know, I need to bring something else to the table. And so this is a musical novel with 20 songs inside. Great. And it's available from tomorrow at all good bookstores. Thank and you. And you can order it now as well. Yeah. I always think it's just easier to just grab your phone and order it you now. You may as well, yeah. And it'll get, get delivered it today. tomorrow. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's have a listen to some of these songs. We can't play all of them because there's 20 of them. And they're full songs, by the way. Yeah, so, so the first... Like, if I was there, I'd have gone, Matt, 90 seconds. You just... 90, two minutes, that's all you need. But no, you've got... No, no, no. Do you know, it's just a musical length. The first song is 13 minutes and 40 seconds. It's is two it? songs combined, yeah. That's the opening. That's the, but that would be the opening num yeah. sequence in a musical, you wow. see. Wow. 
But oh, which, which one should we... Why don't you play... Um, I should set this up very briefly, okay. shall I? He watches over me. So our lead character, Leo, um, uh, his older brother has upset some people. And um, Leo's been spotted, and these uh, basically bullies, these older older kids, uh, think I know we're gonna we're gonna um, thump Leo to oh. send a message to Leo's older brother. Oh, oh so God. they chase him through the town, and Leo is running through the town, um, hither and thither, I would say. Oh, hello. <laughs> yeah, and he runs through the town, and um, he's about thirty seconds ahead of these bullies, and he runs into an empty church, and it's a week before Christmas, and there's a nativity tableau next to the altar. You know where they have the yeah. crib and, yes, yeah. and uh, the donkey and everything yeah. like that set he hides. up. He yeah. hides. And so he, he jumps into the um, uh, uh, crib and wraps himself up in the baby Jesus' swaddling. Oh. Anyway, the bullies come in and they're looking for him and they can't find him and then suddenly the vicar walks in and he's like, oh hello, have you come to uh, help us set up for the service? You're a little early, but that's very kind of you. And um, uh, so he sort of sees the good in those right. um, in those kids and so he sort of enlists them to help help set up the service and um he says, isn't it wonderful being in this chapel? You know, whenever I'm here, I almost feel as if there's, there's something else here, someone else here, someone watching over me. Now, he may be talking about Leo right. hiding in the crib, or he may be talking about some figure upstairs. We don't know. But this song yeah. is sung uh, by the vicar, who is, in this case, is me. Well, th- I heard the voice. Yes. Yes. Oh, hey. I am kneeling, there's a change come over me. It's a certain kind of feeling, for I'm sure you will agree. There is something in this chapel, there's an ambiance within, a sense that something shortly will begin. Sure as the wind blows and the sun will rise, oh. he watches over me, he watches over me. Like I've seen it with my own two eyes He watches over me He watches over me Oh, come on, man Very Keep it going, keep it going And oh. I know when I am at the altar He stands beside me I know if I should ever falter He's here to guide me I know that I am not alone I'm never on my own He watches over me there you go. I'm going to say something now. You can. It's going to sound like I'm just kissing your ass. This, this, all of this that we're talking about. You love musicals. Yes. Right. Well, so, I'm a hom- I'm a homosexual. Well, do you, there is that. <laughs> but then that's you know. That, this is an absolute brilliant example to everybody listening that if you love something mm. and you're on the outside looking in. Like, you've, you've performed in musicals before, but you've never written a musical. That's correct. Yeah, I'd only ever written sort of four full-length songs. I used to write little short songs on Shooting Stars as George yes. Dawes. Well, well, I only, I only wrote 
I haven't really written that much music, but that's a pr- this is a proper this musical is, number. It's got yeah. all the ele- for me. It's a tune. This is man. my musical it's tune. Thank you. This is like yes. well, there's there's all the way through this musical. I mean, basically, I you know the two rules are you've got to write catchy tunes and have lyrics that rhyme, and that's what I've tried to do. So, the tu- if you go to the boy, the boy who you can hear all these songs. Brilliant. So there you go. Theboyslept.com is where you find them. Ah, oh, yes. Thank you for playing that. That's the first. That's the Air first play. ever play. Yeah. Oh, you know, and I'm going to really ruin the interview now and go Why? course and just. You're going to be so rich when this musical's a massive hit around. <laughs> well, me. I need. I need to. Uh, well, I need you think to, you're going to get the money back? Get the money back from from <laughs> the recording. Yeah. Sound expensive. Where did you record it? Where did you? Tile do? Yard Studios. Oh, in right. Cross. Yeah, Tile Yard. Yeah, we Very were there nice. for months and months. And the cast, I should say. So I'm singing on that track, but. Um, uh, it's people from West End musicals, really great singers. Maz Murray, who's the lead in Mamma Mia, right. she's the narrator. Wow. Rob Houchen and Bradley Jaden, people I was in Les Miserables with. Yeah. Um, uh, and Katie Seacombe, they're on it. It's really you did, I never the got best call people. From you. From well, I tell you what, you would smash the vicar live if we ever, if we ever, if you want to come That's and do thought. it. <laughs> wow. wow. Smash the vicar. That, that would sell. That was the name of my song. Right. My <laughs> musical novel for kids never, never got Never published. took off, did it? Never really did. If you, I, I hope you do do it, because if you don't, we'll have to have J- Jason Manford. Oh, well. This is it, yeah. Oh, Jason will fight me for that role. Someone Jason called... is a fantastic singer. Hey, well, I'll yeah. tell you, well, let's bring oh. it on. Let's, let's both audition for you. All right, have a it, sing-off. When it looks like it's going to happen. Yeah. And then we'll see. There you go. You know, it'll be like musical factor. Have a vicar off. Hello. <laughs> and he's, no. Matt, someone called John, who's 48, has just bought your book. And oh, he hasn't, thank you. He hasn't read one since he left school. Oh, thank you, John. So well, you um, thank you. I hope you enjoy it. There is an audio book of it as well. Oh, oh I love audio books. Where, where I read the book and then, obviously, it's just interspersed with the songs yeah. at the right places. And do you do all the, all the voices in the I do in the all the voices, yeah. How long did that take? Because that's a long recording. Well, do you know what? It? it took about two days. It was easier to do. Than I once read all... All of great expectations. Whoa, did you? It's on Audible, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and the, the producer would say to me, I would do like Stella, and she would say, well, she's, you know... She's a nine-year-old girl. You didn't sound much like a nine-year-old girl. I said, well, I don't think I will, to be honest with you. I'm not a nine-year-old girl. I'm not. I'm Turn not the one. lights up. Look through the way. I'm not a nine-year-old girl. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Are there any... Now, this is a weird question that will just amuse me. Here are we there, go. Are there any voices in the audiobook that are very similar to any of your voices we may have heard before from certain characters. That one. Really? No, I just oh, said that. that. You got me all excited. Oh. I just said that. Um, <laughs> oh, not that I can think of off the top of my head. No, there's no one from Bristol. Right. My lover. <laughs> oh my God, there's no one from Bristol. Um, there's no one from Fat Fighters. No. Uh, there's no Bubbles Devere. No, I don't oh. think so. Are think all those so. characters gone now? Oh, uh, I, I hope I hope not. I don't know. We talk. We sometimes um, talk about doing, you know, doing another live show because we mm. did a live mm. show. Great. Which you did. Uh, you came and I was on stage. Yeah. You came and joined us, didn't you? Yeah, when I was at Fat Fighters. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yes, I, I blew up the scales when I got on. <laughs> we, were, we were both larger in those days. We yeah. were. But um, I'm trying to think. Uh, you know, one day. It would be lovely to to revisit those characters on stage. I think. Yeah. Do you know, the, the Bubbles could have her own musical. I'm sure. Oh yeah. Oh, hundred percent. I hope There's you're really still proud of Little Britain. 
Yeah. I mean... Because you should be, because it's... And this is a conversation for another day. Yeah. I'm going to get into something now that we don't have time to. Little Britain was great. And my short take on it is, we all got the joke. Now, and I think, I look at Little Britain now, and I still get the joke. I still see the intended purpose of it was to make me laugh. And I get it, and it was brilliantly done. Well, that's uh, very mm. kind of you to say. Yeah, that was, you know, that was uh, that was always our priority was to sort of be inclusive and make people laugh, you mm. know. And 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 it was it was great fun, and it, and and you know, it was a long time ago, and mm. and the landscape was different. Um, but you know, me and David are talking about trying to do something new, right? And we've been meeting, and and we've got an idea that we're working on. But we'll we'll see if anybody wants to make it. It might be that yeah. no one does, or it might be that somebody does. So we'll we shall see. But um, like a new Little Britain, or something completely new. It's a new. It's a completely new idea. Bigger Britain, right. it's new, called. Yeah, <laughs> it's a new idea with all new characters. Wow, right. brilliant! And let's let's see. You know, we'll see. We'll see. I love it. I hope you make it. I do. I really <laughs> I'd do. Love to see that. I hope I make it because I need to pay off the bills <laughs> for this do, yeah. recording this music. Buy the book, are we everyone. are we talking I won't go too, too deep into this. Are we talking did you spend more than a thousand pounds making this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know what I did? It's a lot of money, isn't it? Right, was I robbed? No, You've heard no. them and I was completely oh, no, robbed. No, I think you did. By the sound by the sound of that. Sure as the wind blows and the sun if you tell me that's just you on a keyboard, multi-tracked, <laughs> I would be flabbergasted. It's not me. I mean, I write, I write them at the keyboard. Yeah. But then there's a, there's a, you know, a brilliant, brilliant producer called Kevin Frost who wrote almost all of the the music for that musical Taboo. Right. And he's I know Kevin. Yeah, you know Kevin, yeah. and he's he's Boy George's musical director. That's right. And he's he's been the producer on this. We've done lots of things. I didn't know Kevin worked on that. Yeah, yeah. With you. Yeah. No. Have you sung? Have you sung for Kevin ever? No. You just know him. I, I know my 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 missus looks after George, ah. so I know all that crew. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you know Kevin. Yeah. yeah. Um, the book is the boy who slept. You know Christmas. when I went. Oh, it's because I never knew you were straight. Yeah. No, I am. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a heterosexual. Good. Good luck. Good luck with that. Thank you. It's going all right. Good luck with that. I could do with the change. Um, it is available tomorrow in all good bookstores. You can order it now, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. The lovely. Mr. Matt Luke. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Chris Show. The Chris Moyles Show. On your radio, on Global Player, and on your smart speaker. Play Radio X. This is Radio X News. Someone's texting. What a, what a lovely, cuddly person. He's so nice. I know what you mean. He really is, isn't he? He's very nice, Matt. I, I mean that as well, by the way. The fact that it's actually a brilliant thought to have. If there's some, if there's a world that you're not in that you love and you you dream of being in it, yes, he's Matt Lucas. Yes, he's been in Les Mis, but he's not, you know, he's not in that world no. of musicals. But he knows what a musical song should sound like. Mm. So he writes it. He yeah. gets the people in to help him make it sound like he does in his head. And lo and behold... He's got songs that sound like they would be absolutely they'd come from a musical. Hundred percent. So if you know something about some, if you're a fan of something yes. and you want to be in that world, yeah. your knowledge of it might be good enough to get you through the door. Mm. I think that's brilliant. I'd go and watch it, wouldn't you? Yeah. Hundred percent. I'll audition for it. 
Yes, do. I'm going to go head to head. Have a vicar off with Manford. With Manford. Bring it on, Manford. (laughs) Still to come this morning, uh, has Nick Ferrari received his breakfast? And what has Jill Scott to say to my message I left her earlier? All that coming up. And Paddy Keelty will be here as well. Dominic has your news first at three minutes past nine. And Storm Agnes is on the way. Weather warnings are coming in from this lunchtime. Forecaster Claire Nazir has told us why it'll mainly be the north and the west that's affected. It developed across the mid-Atlantic, where most of the development of our storms does happen. So, yes, just hang on to your hats. Take care if you are travelling. Huh? Hang on to your hats. What was that? Hang on to your hats. I have a hat. Well, no, but if you get one. What was the, what was the lead-up? To that, that, that clip. It's mainly going to be the north and the no, west. I'd like, I'd like you to read it again. Forecaster I'm Claire, not telling you off. Forecaster Claire Nazir yes. has told us why it'll mainly be the north and the west that's affected. Okay, so let's hear her hmm. telling us, dis- explaining why yeah. it'll mainly be the north... And the West. And the West. Okay. Okay. It developed across the mid-Atlantic, right. where most of the development of our storms does happen. Right. So, yes, just hang on to your hats. Take care so of our travelling. Hold on, no. Because the Atlantic's all that way, isn't it? Well, yes, it is. Yeah. But it's clearly moving. Yeah, it is moving, yes. So, if it's clearly moving from the Atlantic... Yeah. It's moving our direction... Yes. Why is it only going to be the North and the West... Because if it's a moving storm, yeah. why doesn't it cover? Well, why does it not go from west to east? Because I'll you're ju- a meteorologist. I'll f- Thank you. No one's ever called me that. Because you're not trained. Right. Okay. You just I'm not read the officially trained. Sport. Holders Manchester United are through to the fourth round of the EFL. I can explain Cup. to you why they're through to the fourth round. Why? Did they win? It's all to do with football and ah. scores and everything. So, pull those socks up. That's pretty good. Despite an indifferent start to the season, they saw off Crystal Palace 3-0 last night. Here's their boss, Eric Ten Hag. The spirit was always good. The togetherness was always there and is there. And yeah, you could also see that today. And today on the ball, we make another step. So, yeah, still a lot to come. But we're making and we're moving forward. You're a child. Yeah, there's still a lot to come. Among the other games, there was an upset for Premier yeah, League yeah. side Luton Town. They were being 1-0 by League One Exeter. And England recorded just their third defeat under Serena Wiegmann. The Lionesses conceded in the 90th minute. They went down 2-1 to the Netherlands in the Nations League last night. Scotland drew 1-0 with Belgium. Northern Ireland beat Albania 1-0. Wales were beaten 5-1 by Denmark. Jill Scott, the Lioness, has replied to my message. I got a tweet yesterday from somebody saying, I've just been to Jill Scott's coffee shop, mm. box to box. Got myself a delicious coffee. However, they were not playing Radio X in the coffee shop. That's outrageous, isn't it? So I sent a very polite, shouty message to mm. Jill this morning during the show, and she has replied. Okay. Uh, saying, ha ha, um, I'm sorry, Radio X will be on from now on. Mm, good, good. Uh, was it George uh, grassing us up? Well, I can't give away names, but if anybody mm. is listening up in Manchester, if you know where Box to Box is... If you're going to be passing in the next 40 minutes, can you just stick your head in? May as well grab yourself a little tea or a coffee. May as well. But can you just see if we're on in the background? Thank you. And evidence if you can. Yes, please. Great. If not, there'll be trouble. 
weather. With eBay. Find, fix and save on vehicle parts and accessories. So heavy rain and strong winds moving in from the west of the UK. Oh, yes, but there's a lot of wind still to come. Still to come. Drier in the southeast. Temperatures very mild again. 22 degrees oh, is lovely. the high today. From Global's Newsroom for Radio X, I'm Dominic Byrne. I sat, I sat outside yesterday in the garden. Oh, it's lovely. For about half an hour, 40 minutes, having a cup of tea, just watching stuff on my phone. Yeah. And I thought, this is lovely. Beautiful. I like this. Yeah. Another oh. heat wave coming in October as well. If, if Britain could be like this from like... Second week of January, mm-hmm. all the way through to two weeks before Christmas. Yeah. I, w- I would obviously warm in the summer. We'd take it, wouldn't we? I would be delighted. Yeah. Because this morning I put my jacket on to leave mm. to get in the car, and I'm like, I don't think I need this jacket. And then immediately had the thought of, before we know it, yeah. we'll be wrapped up to the eyeballs and it'll be absolutely freezing. This is Radio X. From Global. Did you do the weather there, or did I talk I did the weather. You? You did? No, I did, 22 okay, degrees. Good. All right, brilliant. Oh, yeah, because yeah, we talked about it. Yeah. Oh, well done, Chris, you're on fire. Right, Matt Lucas has written a book and a musical with 20 original songs that goes into the book. Paddy Kielsen's got a new TV show to plug. He'll be on shortly. Radio X. Coming up. More of Chris and the team going rogue because executive producer Pippa is on holiday. Yes. Patrick Chioti is doing the Late Late Show in Ireland. Yeah. But today he's on the Breakfast Breakfast Show with Chris Shortley. Very good. Plus, Dan Gasser is on at 10 with a request hour. Yes. And Dom's request is that he and the gas man can be best friends. Yeah. Anyway, shut up, Paul. It's time for Chris to play a banging tune. Yeah, I will. The Chris Miles Show. Radio X. Uh, right. Uh, someone just said, I drive past Box to Box every day on my deliveries. It's always full of customers, except on Monday when it's closed. It's not closed on a Monday, Gaz. Oh, do you know, that's a straight genius it? if it is. Well, anyway, we're lucky today because it's Wednesday. Yeah. James Robinson, do we have an update on the Nick Ferrari breakfast situation? It has been delivered. To him? To him. Whether he has tucked into it, I don't know. But has it been brought into his inner sanctum? I don't know yet. Okay. Mm. <laughs> that came out wrong. It did, didn't it? I hope. Let's hope not. So, yeah, hit go again. Ten past nine is the time. At ten o'clock this morning, it'll be Dan Gasser and the request hour. Oh, Dominic it. loves him. Big up the gas man. Patrick Keelty will be on the show in about ten minutes. And this, from the Fratellis, called Chelsea Dagger, playing a Radio X. A one, two, one, two... Fatalis and Chelsea Dagger at Radio X. And now time for Captain Crapbeard's favourite bit of the show. It's the record of the week, which coincidentally is his favourite band. It's Blink-182. They dropped two brand new tracks the other day. This is one of them. It's called One More Time. Strangers... It's not I Miss You, Slow Down. Don't be like that. No. Totally different. Stop saying that, James. Plus, it's not like that at all. Even if it was, they're not going to sue themselves, are they? This is it. Uh, it's called One More Time by Blink-182, and it's their take on the Daft Punk classic, which yeah. is clearly... Thank you, Captain 
Captain Crabbeard says they're the best band in the world. So. They're the best band in the world. He just said it there. I don't know if you heard him. Say it again. They're the best band in the world. There you go. There's Captain Crabbeard. All right. 918. The Coral is three in a row. Kielty is a very lovely, funny man. He's now the host of a big TV show in Ireland and he's in a movie. He'll tell us all about that when he gets his acid here. I don't know why I said it like that. Good. I went a bit. Clinton Baptiste. In a few minutes. The Chris Miles Show. The Chris Miles Show. Radio the Chris Miles Show. Ring a ding dong. It's time for a song. Right. Uh, ready for Patrick Keelty. I'll play uh, Biffy Clyro and then we'll get uh, Paddy in. Yes. Talk about his TV show. Looking forward to it. Well, him, I, think, I, don't know, I don't know if he's here talking about that and the movie, but he's in a movie, mm. which I, I know very little about. Um, and also, I want to see how Cat Dealey is. Yes, See that's how the right. family are. Check in with Cat. Yeah. Yeah, and I want and I want to ask him as well. You know, hmm. it, 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 what's that like? Right. You know, because being married to Cat Dealey, do you mean? Yeah. Well, hmm. the first time he ever kissed her, yeah, did he think to himself, "I'm kissing Cat Dealey"? <laughs> now <laughs> yeah. I know he's never going to go. Yes, no. of course I did. Chris. He won't admit to that, will he? Of course. You know, and also. And I don't mean this in the wrong way. I mean this with nothing but peace and love. Sure. The novelty of <laughs> just Cat Dealey has worn off. Yeah. You know, when, you know, she's shouting at him because he forgot to put the bins out. That's it. Yeah. And he's getting the kids ready for school and whatnot. It's now life. Yeah, true. But come on, admit it. Was there a bit when you were like, I'll just knock Cat Dealey? <laughs> you should ask him the because question. Because I remember her texting me going, oh my God, I just saw Patrick killed his willy. So we'll That's find it. out. Uh, text. Hopefully. It in was in the brand room. Oh, is he gone? <laughs> he might oh, he's have. left. Oh. Oh, Morning, I'm, Paddy. I've done it again. Oh, no. See, I love you, boy. Beefy Clyro, many of horror. Right, live on Global Player if you want to watch us. Uh, you can see all of us in the studio this morning. Hello. Not on a bus like we were last week, but actually in the proper studio. Yes. And our guest has arrived. I tell you what, you know, we've seen people mm. rise That's since it. we've been doing this show and <laughs> some people get that Hollywood money. Someone's now on that Donnybrook Dublin money. That's it. <laughs> Arriving on a taxi bike <laughs> at the same time as Kate Garraway. What? Oh, man. We have a lot to talk about. <laughs> no any of it. Ladies and gentlemen, Patrick Keelty. Yay. <laughs> Morning, Paddy. I didn't, um, didn't realise I was racing uh, Kate Garraway. Yeah. Until we got to Camden. Yeah. And then the he two boys... He popped a wheelie. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, the two guys... Eat my right. dust, Keelty! <laughs> and she's off. Yeah, that was it. She just burned herself at the lights. <laughs> yeah. My man Michael went, hang on! <laughs> I'm not even that. Not even that. Well, her driver, he's the gaffer, so, you know, the competitiveness day. Oh, yes. That is Kerry, yes. How are you? I am very, very well. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been a busy few weeks. My God, it, this is exciting. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Big, uh, big gig. I sent a text to you the other day, but we just established I sent it to an old number, but I just sent you a text before the first show on the Friday just saying, break a leg tonight, you'll be brilliant. <sighs> just been able to walk out and say hello. That was mm. that was tough enough on that first night. Yeah, I bet. So let me explain. So the Late Late Show is uh, it, it's it's part of history in 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 Ireland and Irish television. Friday nights it runs for like nine months of the year, 
It's uh, the show is nine o'clock, nine thirty on a Friday night. It runs for seven hours. That's it. <laughs> traditionally, it the, runs until it's done. Absolutely. Yeah. The uh, the audience traditionally used to be in shirt and ties yes. and about ninety years old. Yes. Uh, hosted were regulars, were they? By Gay Byrne for yeah. such a long time, and yeah. then uh, Pat Kenny did it right. Pat Kenny, Ryan Tuberty, Ryan Tuberty. I am. Um, the fourth host in 60 years. That's incredible. It is the second longest running late night chat show television show in the world. In the world. After the Tonight Show. Yeah. Amazing. Wow. And what, and what were the odds on, on James Corden's show finishing so you could call him up and go, can we have that set? <laughs> what did he send you? Did he send you that sign? <laughs> yeah, the hilarity of getting a show called The Late Late Show yeah. in Dublin as James Corden finishes a show called The Late Late Show <laughs> in Los Angeles. Absolutely. The amount of people that... look people were baffled that I got the Late Late Show in Dublin. But ju- just for those couple of weeks where people called, Patrick Kilty's got the Late Late well, Show. Well, my brother, our, our kid texted me and he went, oh my God, I think um, I think Paddy's about to get the Late Late Show. And I went, oh my God, that's fantastic. Carpool L- Yeah, I assumed it was LA. Yeah. Because obviously you spent a lot of time out there. Cat was working out there. You were living out there. Yeah. Um, and I was like, brilliant. And then uh, I did a search and I was like, and then I went, oh my God. No, it's the... I, I, it's the biggest show. Weirdly. Arguably. I was more excited, or not weirdly, I was more excited when I found out it was yeah. the Irish show yeah. than the American show. But, but but look, you, you you know what it's like. You know that thing of when you grew up on a show mm. and, you know, whenever you get the phone call and they say, do you want to do it? Mm. Um, you go back to being a child. Ten, yeah. Ten years of age, sitting, you know, on the sofa with your mum and dad on a Friday night, being allowed to stay up. And and, uh, and any time that you do the Late Late Show as a guest, mm. you're out the back. And it was just that, that was the one. That was always the one. It didn't really matter what other show that you did around the world. You come home to do the Late Late Show and you just go, oh, please, please don't mess this up. Yeah. Please just this be okay. And you sit, you stand out the back and the music hasn't changed in 60 years. Mm. And you've got this drum. They started off and the hairs go up in the back of your neck as a guest. Yeah. yeah. So to be out the back uh, on, you know, two Fridays ago and they did this thing that they didn't tell me. I was a guest in 1992 when I was just starting 92, out. 92, wow, really? In 92, and there was uh, myself and Dylan uh, Moran mm. and uh, a couple other guys were on a new talent, new comedy search. Wow. And what they did was they took Gay Burns' intro <gasps> for me from 1992. Wow. And I'm standing out the back and they hadn't tell me. We've been rehearsing something different all day. And then all I hear is, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome from Dundrum County down. <laughs> I'm gone. Yeah. I'm oh, a puddle. I'm an absolute yeah, puddle. Yeah, I can yeah, barely get through the opening. Yeah. Well, the the, op- the opening monologue was brilliant. You were you looked so relaxed. Or you could tell that there was a lot of emotions running through you uh, when you talked about watching the show with your family and how the family still watch it. There are Kielties everywhere watching the Late Late Show. And now you're the host. I mean, I've I've never been on the show, but yet, I went. Yet, I think. Well, this, <laughs> I think. Finally, I might have a chance. Yeah. In your face, somebody. <laughs> uh, but I went with, uh, I was in Ireland and, uh, and and Tiff obviously looks after Boy George and Boy mm. George did the show and she goes, do you want to, we're going to do this TV show, do you want to come? And I'm like, are you out of your mind? Yes, I do. Mm. And just the excitement and, uh, and it was still 
kind of the tail end of, of COVID and whatnot. So um, I managed to meet Ryan Tubbity, who I'd never met before, who's the host. Mm. And uh, we all had masks on. Yeah. And um, uh, and I said, and he had a picture of George, and I went, can I get a picture? And he goes, yes, of course. And we had a photo, mm. and it was lovely. And then maybe half an hour, that was on the set, and half an hour later before the show started, he saw me in the corridor and went, oh, my God, Chris Miles! Lovely to me. I went, we just had a photo. And he goes, I, did, I could only see you from the nose up. Uh, and now, that's your gig. You. I'll, I'll bring the masks if you want to pick. <laughs> Listen, yeah. so have you got, I've got so many questions, Patrick, and we'll talk about the film and everything, but I've got so many. We, I need to see you for a, like a few hours. No, and no, just, that, that, that's possible. I believe we're living not far from each other. Oh, again. really? Oh, good. Let's do that then. So, um, have did you go in and go? Listen, can we change it up a bit? Can we can we modernise it a bit? Did they have a band before? They did have a band, right? Um, but you know, it was one. I think the show ran a little bit longer. Yeah. Whenever yeah. Ryan was hosting it, and they wanted to do a revamp anyway, so there was stuff that they wanted to do. Yeah. Obviously, the stuff that you want to do. Yeah. And so it was that sort of. Oh, let's try this. Can we try this? But then the other thing about it is, is you you walk in and you're going, well, you can't, you know. It's almost like walking into church and going, yeah, you see the candles there? Well, let's move the candles and we'll just... It's got a DJ booth in the background. Yeah, you can't (laughs) mess with it. You know, so there's part of it that you you can't mess with. So there's there's that whole weird thing of just trying to be you and put a little bit of you, you know, in the show without... Yeah. You know, it's the Mary Keelty test. I mean, Mary Keelty, mm. 83 years of age, won't mind me saying, watches it every Friday night from home, was invited to the first show. Oh, no, no, we'll just sit here. I'll just watch it where I normally watch it. Lovely. And, and I so, love that. So to pass the Mary Keelty test yeah. of, you know, the phone call what wasn't, what have you done to <laughs> What have you done to my show, show yeah. <laughs> so you're a custodian of it, really, aren't you? That's what it is. That's what it feels like. Mm. Yeah, and, and, you know, and it's... And, and, Four hosts. Yeah. You know? It's in, the, in, like in, Doctor Who. It's, it is <laughs> crazy, though, isn't it? <laughs> Have you... Obviously, you've spent a bit of time in LA. You know how things work out there with those shows, the, the similar shows. Do you have now a big, beautiful green room with a free bar going on like Jimmy Kimmel does? <laughs> have we got that going on? Or are you going, geez, we're not spending any more money? You've, you've clearly, you, you clearly have no knowledge of RTE finances if you think that oh. I'm running a 24-hour free bar. <laughs> well, no, just from like four in the afternoon to like one That's in the You know, like after Saturday Night Live, there was a big after show. But, yeah. you know. The drink may have been taken after the first sure. show. Sure. Good. There may have been a lock-in with Tommy Tiernan. Oh, some, Tommy Tiernan. At some point in a bar in Dublin that can't be named for legal reasons. For right. <laughs> Sensible Tommy Tiernan, as he's known. Yeah. He? yeah. All right, well, listen, I've got more to talk Can people in the UK watch it? Yes, they can. They just have to go online and type in RTE Player. And it's there. And it'll, and it'll oh, play yep. in the UK. Um, no VPN needed, no, no messing around. And you can download that app on your Apple TV or Sky. And brilliant. 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 stuff. All right. Uh, I'm going to chat more with you about it and more about you and the family, make sure everyone's good. And the film, that Patrick's in a film. Because yes. obviously, you know, when you have a life-changing new job come along, yeah. you want two to come along at the same time. Might as well be in a film as well. Why not? Don't even. We will chat more when we come back in just a few minutes. The Chris Miles Show. Chris Moyles Show. 
Cardigans at Radio X are my favourite game. We're talking with the lovely Patrick Keelty. Patrick and I go way back. Mm. We see each other sporadically now, and I, I can only think that sporadicalness will continue now yeah. that, you know, you've got this huge show. But um, very, very briefly, mm. uh, three things that have happened in, in our lives together uh, that have all been amusing. Mm. Uh, and, and I won't go into detail, because I've told some of these stories before. Number one... Go and see pa- uh, Patrick Keelty perform live on stage. Yes, and I got stuck in traffic and texted him and said, "Mate, I'm going to I'm, I'm going to stink in the back because I'm stuck in traffic." Yeah, and he replied, "Oh, don't worry, I'll just wait until you got here and then I'll go on." Oh, and I'm like, "You can't keep the entire audience waiting." He goes, "Yeah, yeah, it's fine." Oh, and did and did you do that? <laughs> yes, he That's did. Great. Did, did, yeah. uh, I turned just friendship. Isn't I it? said, "I'm here." He goes, "Great, I'll see you after. I'll go on now." Yeah. I've forgotten about that. Right. Wow. <laughs> uh, almost getting arrested in Dublin right. with Patrick Keelty. That was another good one. And yes. also, Can we ask any more about that one? And also a porn house there in LA. And they're just three of the little stories. Right, okay, gosh. Yes. <laughs> Thankfully, those are just three. Didn't yeah. we have a Linna once? A what? There we was had a lunch and a lunch that turned into a dinner. There was definitely oh, was a liner. There was probably. a liner somewhere, wasn't there? There, there was a liner. Then yeah. there was the night that I turned up and my friend from Mayo decided... John. Yeah, John. What? John and Mary. John and Mary. So my friend John just, just walked in and uh, he said, have you got, have you got, Chris, you're bound to have him a present. I said, I, said, I don't know, but like, we, we don't really do, but no, no, you need to get him a present. And... And he walked into the bar and he, he bought you a keg. He bought me a keg of lager. Did he? Yeah. And said to the landlord, every time he comes in, you'll give him a pint out of the keg. No, don't be giving it to anybody else. Wow, did don't he? Don't be giving it to anybody else. And he did. What a lovely yeah. man John is. I think Andrew took that money and I paid for the next pint. I oh, okay. It. Oh, is that Didn't fine? he call every man John and every woman Mary? It didn't matter who you were. John <laughs> and Mary. <laughs> The first time I walked in that is, pub, he slapped me on the head. But, <laughs> no, no, this is Patrick's friend. Though. Oh, this is yeah, different, that's Andrew. The oh, that's not that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, different one. Sorry. Do you still see him? Is he? I, I, I still see him. Lovely. He's still calling people John and Mary. <laughs> he and I attended the Pope's funeral together after drink was taken. He won five grand on a horse one day and rang me up. He goes, "John, the Pope's died. I think we should maybe go to Rome for the crack." <laughs> What a guy! For the crack. What a guy! Love it. So let's talk about this film, because otherwise I will talk to you about The Late Late Show. Oh, to wrap up The Late Late Show, you can watch it Friday night at 9.30. If you get the RTE player, download that and you can watch the show, or you can watch it on catch-up. Or YouTube. Or YouTube. Okay. Um, I got a text come in on my mobile from my mum. Oh, yes. Which says... Please, can you ask Patrick, can I go to the show, love mum? Then she writes, please. Then she puts two green love hearts. Then she followed it up with, I uh, I was brought up with the Late Late Show. Everyone in Ireland watches it. I watch it on the iPlayer. Can, uh, let's text her back and say yes. Um, And I think she should bring you and your fella as well. My God. Me and my fella? Yeah, you and... My fella? Kieran. Oh, God, I thought you meant my secret fella. Yeah. Um, oh, Patrick says yes. All right, I'll call it. She'll be listening now. Um, and uh, and will you put us on the uh, the boat? Can we get the ferry? Yes. We'll get the ferry to Donegal. Oh, lovely. <laughs> we can... I'll, I'll, um, what I'll do is I'll do what Gaza did whenever he, he brought uh, Jimmy Five Bellies to Rome. Do you know that story? No. So what he did was whenever he signed for Lazio, uh, he said, you've got to come and see me. So... Um, 
So he, he flew him from Newcastle to, to London, from London to Frankfurt, from Frankfurt to, to Madrid, from Madrid. Oh, bless. Right, to Istanbul, from Istanbul back to Paris and from Paris into Rome. <laughs> he didn't tell him at all. Right. And then what he did was, just on the way home, flew him straight back to Oh, Rome. no. Run back to Newcastle. Oh, that's lovely. So yeah, I'll I'll stick you on every ferry. Yeah, well, yeah, listen, yeah. My mum loves the Late Late Show. Uh, another good story is she was invited to go and see One Direction in Dublin by Niall, I think. Mm. And he said, "Oh, go, come and see us." And everyone was going, "My God, you've been invited to see One Direction by One Direction." She goes, "Yes, but I want to go to the Late Late Show." <laughs> <laughs> and he couldn't box that off. No, no. She went. She went to see that instead. Okay. So, um, so talk, talk to me about the film. Which I know very little about. Well, like, I can tell. You've talked about the Late Late Show for 20 minutes. Because that's brilliant news! <laughs> yeah. As, <laughs> as is this. As is this. This is called Bally Walter. Yeah. And it is an actual film. It is an actual film. Two-syllable words. Yeah. Uh, as they say in Ireland, this is a movie that I shot a couple of years ago. Uh, Shauna Kerslake, who is a magnificent Irish actor, is the other person in it. James Beerman, who produced Jodie Comer in the West End. And, oh, wow. Mm. Um, on Broadway, he produced it. Prasanna Pawana Raja, who has been in The Crown, directed at the RSC. He directed it. When they called me up and asked me, did I want to be one of the two people and the lead actors in this film? I genuinely was looking for Ant and Deck <laughs> to be walking into the restaurant. <laughs> I'm thinking, what is going on here? And uh, and at the end of it, I said, this is great. I said, what are you doing talking to me? And they said, we had every question prepped for this chat apart from that. I said, is that not the obvious question? <laughs> and they said, well, you see, actors normally say, why is it not me? Rather than why me? Right. Yeah. right. So we shot this movie and... Um, Absolutely terrifying. Mm. I mean... Like it, you're a lead. Yeah. You're not just on in the background no. for a scene. No. This is... Life sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. <laughs> it's opened in... Well, yeah, I'm, I'm a lead in a movie which has opened in 70 screens across the UK and Ireland. Wow. Where, <laughs> did, the reviews where did, are did great. it all go wrong, Mr Best? Yeah. Like, it, it, I don't know. It's it, You know what it's like? The tide comes in and the tide goes out and the t the, there appears to be a very big wave at the minute which yeah. I'm going to surf all the way to the beach or the beach bar. So it's... Mm. it's it, it, it's, a, it's an absolute joy. Like, so walk, the film's out now. Right now. So go and have a look and see if it's on near you and go and see it. It's called Bally Walter. And what is it? What it's about? Uh, it's about a young girl called Eileen who's living in England. Her life goes on the skids. She ends up back on her mum's sofa back in Belfast. She ends up driving a taxi to make ends meet and picks up this loser called Shane who is played by me. Right, that's acting. I then, yeah, well, I have to say. So his life is completely on the skids um, and slowly but surely going down the toilet. On the first day when you walk in on the movie set, Jimmy Nesbitt's uh, provided all of the... Do you know that Jimmy Nesbitt owns every movie trailer <laughs> in Ireland? It wouldn't he, surprise he's, me. He's bought the company. He's bought the company. Wow. So And, and he, he'll, he'll do this thing where he says, oh, I, 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 I did the trailer, so I did the trailer. He says, <laughs> and, then, and then he'll say... Every time Jimmy Dornan, every time Jimmy Dornan turns up, we give him a real wonky trailer. We give him a wonky trailer. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so we have got. We walk on so we, uh, all of Jimmy's production facilities, and they bring you into makeup first, right? And the director had said to me, he said, look, this guy is is you know just eat a few burgers and have a few pints, and you know that that 
grow a beard, you'll be fine. It's a shag Yeah. You go into the makeup chair and they either make you up to make you look nicer or if your character's meant to be more on the skids, they do a thing called breakdown. Right. So I sit into the seat, first day on the movie, and the head of makeup takes one look at me and goes, he's fine. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. He's nailed that. Right. He's, uh, abs- he's good to go. He's good to go. Were you good the night before and went to bed early? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're a real method, aren't you? Real, real, real method. Does Mike have to drink? Right. I yeah. drink tonight then, okay, because that's then. how seriously I <laughs> take it. Yeah. Um, so, so it's uh, and whenever you do stand up and you have that idea of walking out in front of how many people with a quarter of an inch of microphone cable and people go, is that the most terrifying thing in the world? Mm. And you go, no, walking out onto a movie set, yeah, with everybody who knows what they're doing, with people who make movies, with people yeah. that make movies, yeah, and they get the little board and they go. Scene one, off you go. And it's all you. Oh. It's all on you then. Listen, I remember getting nervous when I filmed a scene in Hotel Babylon. Oh, yes. I Famously. remember that scene. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's yeah. dreadful. But um, yes. but to walk onto a movie, and, and it's, not like, it's not like you're in one scene. No. So you're here for the day. Yeah. You're the guy. But I remembered a chat that I had with Billy Zane. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right? Titanic Billy Zane on a beach in Fiji when it was hosting the first series of Celebrity Love Island. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I've gone from Celebrity Love Island to Lillian Shelter movie. So, um, your career's running backwards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I loved your early work. So, um, <laughs> so, uh, I remember uh, having a drink one night with, with Billy and I said, I said, but how do you put up with all of those takes? You know, like, mm. like you know, you know, it's over and over and over and over and over again. And he said, well, Patrick, because it's forever. And at that point you go, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's not like live TV. It's not like standard. <laughs> it's forever. And so that was the thing that was playing on my mind. Yeah. Whenever you walk onto the set for the first time, you go, yeah, this is forever. Yeah. yeah. That's scary advice, isn't it? It, it, is. it didn't help. No. Not going to lie, Billy didn't help. Didn't take the pressure off. I wonder if anybody, ironically, might have said, and you probably wouldn't have even noticed, oh, Patrick, relax, it's not like you're hosting the Late Late Show, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a couple of years Actually, later, movie's out. Will you go on your own show to promote it? I'm not allowed. Oh, oh, Are you not allowed to? I'm not to? allowed. Oh, I'm not allowed. What? So what's funny is... is this. Come on, RTE. So yeah. So the movie's on buses and stuff all over. It's adverts all over Ireland. Yeah. They're not even allowed to buy an ad for the movie during the show. During the really? show. Stop. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. Isn't it? Well, I'll go on and just talk about it. Come on, look, uh, what, yeah. what I'll do is do we this. can bring your mum in. Yeah. She can sit in the front row. Absolutely. We'll do the one for everybody in the audience. Yeah. <laughs> Give one to your mum. We'll ask her, is she happy? And then ask her, and have you seen anything at the cinema? There you Worth are. talking well, about. Actually. Perfect. She'll go, absolutely not. Yeah. No, she'll be good. <laughs> Bally Water is out now. Go and have a look. It's at cinemas all across the UK. Um, and The Late Late Show uh, is on RTE Friday nights at 9.30 and if you're not in Dublin, Northern Ireland, you can watch it on iPlayer. Yes. Live. Absolutely. Love to Cat and the Family. Love right back. She told me to give you a, a tiny hug. A tiny hug? Oh, a tiny oh, hug. Jesus, cat, come oh, on. Yeah, Chase I know. A well, tiny hug. Give her a tinier hug back from yeah. me. I, I think that has something to do with my... my she calls, she thinks she says I've got sausage fingers. Oh, rude. <laughs> That's rude, isn't rude. it? Come on. She doesn't realise how lucky she is backing you. Seriously. Uh, we got to go. Paddy Kilty, thank you very much, my man. Uh, the nice request hour is coming up with Dan. We'll see you tomorrow. The Chris Moyles Show. A-D-O-S-X. The Chris Moyles Show.